Van Nunley and Fred Slow. And in the on-deck circle, Robert Buck D. Gibson. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. But it is Duke City. I'm a thirsty boy, and I am at the right spot right now as the boys are at downtown Red Door on Central in between 5th and 6th. Going to have a blast tonight. Going to have some friends of the show come out. Going to have some DJs here later. But from 4 o'clock to 7 o'clock, you got the boys of two men on. By the way, you are listening to Two Men On, 95.9 FM, AM 610, The Sports Animal. Co-host of Two Men On, Fred Slow, is out on location uh, doing, some, um, doing some sports and sports-adjacent research for the program. That's how we build. That's how we get stronger. But lucky for me, one Van Nunley, I got just a mega talent sitting right next to me. Chris, the mayor of downtown Burnett. Oh, yeah. It's great to be here. Red Door, you're in my neighborhood. And, hey, if you guys are in my neighborhood, then that's where I'm at. I'm here. We were in the same neighborhood last night. We ran into each other unbeknownst to yeah. each other at the Mars Volta concert. The Mars Volta. Yeah. Thanks for Revel for putting on a nice show. Yeah, for sure. Thanks for Mars Volta for blowing my mind. Blowing our brains out with music. And we, uh... I'm 41. You're a shade older than 41. Yeah. And we both left early, old man <laughs> style, to beat the traffic. No, I was the whole time rocking. <laughs> okay. Tell yourself that. Yeah. I, don't, I don't mind admitting my faults. I like to no. duck out. I like to duck out of huge events early. I don't want to get stuck in traffic. I don't want to get frustrated. No. I don't want to develop road rage. You know, I was sitting there like we got, I'd never been to this venue. So when you buy tickets, there's, like, the, the general admission, and then there's the VIP. Right. So I was not aware of what the VIP situation was. So then I get there, and I'm down on the floor where you have to stand the whole time, and I look up, and there's, like, this in the back. There's, like, this upper area. I don't know how, what you would call it, like a catwalk. Sure. And it had all the chairs. And I was like, how do we get up there? And they're like, oh, that's the VIP area. And I went, oh. So basically, if you want to sit down, you pay a little more. And, you know, as, as an older individual, you're like, all of a sudden you're like, mmm, that does sound nice. I will pay 30 extra dollars <laughs> for a chair. Right. It is worth it to have a yeah. chair. I just like how that's the VIP area, not, not closer to the stage or you get to go backstage. It's you get to sit down. Nice. You know, I'm a, a relatively healthy dude. Mm-hmm. You know, as, as the friends of the show know, I was getting strong at Evolve Strong Fitness. You know, I start my days at the YMCA. I spend an afternoon at the YMCA today getting my sweat on after lunch. But um, I don't like standing in one place for three hours. No. It's tough. It's tough to do. I like that they had that uh, uh, patio out there so you could kind of take a break. You know? Yeah, or our old asses can take breaks. Yeah, exactly. It was really nice. And then, you know, there was a little bit of a, of a drizzle oh, in the air. Oh, it was so nice. And you're like, uh-oh, because, you know, Albuquerque, we, we, you know, we're not used to the drizzle. We're used to, like, it just comes down for five minutes, and then it's, everything is soaked. So it was kind of nice to just, you know, be outside, a little bit hot from being inside. You walk outside, there's a drizzle. You're like, ah, this is nice. It's a pretty, pretty amazing show. Um, 
my girlfriend had a good time. I had a good time. And that's what you want when you go out on the town for a night on, and go watch a show. Are you, are you like a, um, a Mars Volta fan? No. No? Like you just, just randomly got out I, there? Uh, I'm, you know, I'm, I've been aware of the Mars Volta a long time from El Paso. Uh, I listened to At the Drive-In back in the day. Sure. And when, I'm one of those guys sometimes I'm just like, you know, I'm going to go check it out. Okay. I like to have my mind blown with music. I saw Portugal at the Man without ever hearing any of their music at Sunshine. Friend was like, I have an extra ticket. Do you want to go? I was like, sure. I got nothing else going on. And now I'm a huge fan of Portugal the Man. Portugal the Man yeah. has some bangers. Yeah. And they put on a good show. Well, they put on a weird show, like uh, in, in a good way. Like the whole time I, I saw them, the band was, was darkened, like by the light. And only the guitar player was lit up. So I couldn't even tell what the band looked like until the okay. end of the show. It was really interesting. They look like any five guys from Portland. Right. And I found that out. I was like, oh. But, you know, but I wondered the whole show. And I liked that mystery. I was like, ooh. But very very um, Maynard James Keenan of Tool of them to do that. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. And then uh, last night, the Mars Volta. I mean, they, they, were, you know, they were pretty amazing. They get, you know, Omar's on the guitar. He's pretty amazing. That, sure. That was, he was shredding. He was shredding. The drummer was great. Everybody was great. Well, yeah, they got some top-shelf musicians. And, you know, if you're into some, some soft, easy listening, hmm. it's not for you. No. They challenge the eardrums. Well, there's a little bit of a taste of Santana in there, though. Oh, for sure. Everyone's Latin flavor. I saw some of the, some of the ladies doing a little tango mm-hmm. as, they, as they were playing. And that was nice. Uh, well, Terry Genderbender, the opener, she was great, or they were great. Um, I got my girlfriend a shirt. All right. Yeah, some merch. Did you, get, did you get one of the cat shirts that they were wearing? No, I got one where she's, like, sitting down, and she has her feet together, and her toes are intertwined. It was an interesting shirt. Okay. I'm I, into that. I didn't like it. My girlfriend loved it. So There's a big market for that on OnlyFans, yeah. I've heard. I'm a, yeah. I'm a big fan of uh, buying merch to support the band. Naturally. You know, and, you know, you're, you're supporting them in more ways than one. You're, you're giving them money. Also, you're, you know, you're wearing their whatever logo on the, on the front. Yeah, because you've got to get out there and buy their merch and support whatever else they're doing because you know that Live Nation and Ticketmaster are ripping them off. Oh, yeah. Big By time. the way, if the lovely people at Ticketmaster would like to sponsor us, 505-246-0610. <laughs> Uh, I will change my tune real fast for money. Money. Ticketmaster, give me money, and I will quit running you through the muck. Yeah. I think that's a pretty good deal. You know, we, we, you know the reason I bring this up that you know, we ducked out early because we're old men, that uh, there's hope for us mm. that we can age gracefully right. and stay strong and stay virile because legendary actor Robert De Niro of 79 years on this planet, just had his seventh kid. That's crazy to me. Like, people are are having children later in life. It's a thing. But doesn't your seed degrade somewhat as you get older? Like, isn't there some sort of issues having a child that late in life? I mean, not for the godfather. No. He, he made his wife an offer she couldn't refuse, and they had themselves another baby. Mm-hmm. So congratulations, Robert De Niro uh, and his wife, who had a baby girl, Gia Virginia. Wow. 
Um, not only is he virile, uh, his seed is strong because they had a eight pound, six ounce baby. Wow. That's like the perfect weight, right? That's like the joke weight. I think That's so. It's like the most average weight. I'm a, I, maybe. If you got an eight pound, six ounce baby, it's supposed to be a healthy baby. I mean, that sounds really close to me. I don't have any children, so I'm not aware. I was trying to see how old she is. Like, you know, the what, baby. The baby's a day old. Well, I mean, the wife. <laughs> the wife is 64. What? Yeah. No. Okay, she is 64. That's what, what it says right here. 64 years old from the Guangdong province in China. Um, you know the Chinese there. Mm-hmm. Until they were told not to have any babies, right? They were quite prolific at having babies. There's, how, can it, how can you have a baby at that age? I didn't know that was a thing. 505-246-0610. Hit us up on the Sports Animal Hotline. When uh, you call, we listen. You got a hot take. Let us know. Polly's on the phone. Coming in hot. We got a call of the first segment. Excited to get his hot take out. Polly, what's happening, my guy? Oh, I love you guys, man. I, I love you guys. Let me tell you about keeping her young. I'm pushing 50 years old. Sweet. And and uh, these Hooter girls are over here at my house shooting pool on the Super Bowl. Now I'm on the way. I'm on my way to uh, for karaoke night at Hoots. And you know, what? I don't know. I'm, I mean, I had no idea what band you were talking about. I was like trying to figure out. I'm like, are they talking about Toad the Wet Sprocket or? Dave Matthews, man. <laughs> yes. I had no idea what the hell these guys are talking about. All I heard is Portugal, you know, I'm like, you know, ask could I? But anyway, um, I'm on my way to karaoke, and I am literally going to tear it up tonight. Because you know what? I'm an old All right, soul. Polly. I'm a New Yorker. What is... And, uh, what's that? Pa- Polly, what's your go-to karaoke song? Oh, God, are you kidding me? Uh, you're looking kind of lonely, girl, Dr. Hook. And then you know what? I'll, I'll throw, uh, you know, I'll throw uh, Volare. You know, I'll do the Italian version. Jeez, I don't know. You should see the ladies that come over and they're like, "How, how, how do you know?" You know, I'm like, oh, "Hey, listen, I'm the opposite of any man you've ever met. Just sit back and relax and enjoy the show." So New I'm York put on a show tonight. I'm awesome. sorry. What was that? New York, Polly. Paulie, you're cutting yeah, out a little better. bit, so we're going to let you go. Oh, no, thanks no, for uh, thanks no, for being no, a friend. Let me just say one thing. Let me say. Okay, one okay, thing okay, okay. Hit us with it. Hit us with it. Okay. I want the receding hairline. I'm a diehard Laker fan, USC grad. <laughs> I want the Lakers to lose for the first time in my life. I do not wow. want a receding hairline and a franchise buster to win. I do not. Oh. So Jokic, the most dull superstar in the NBA. Please do us a favor and knock this receding Steven Seagal hairline out. And get rid of him. I do not want Bronny around. He just, I, I can't believe he committed the Trojans. Literally, I wanted to stop paying alumni fees after I heard that. I mean, I, I want. Come on, that guy, he ruined the NBA. But anyway, make oh, a long wow. story short, you know, uh, you know, my Yanks are playing great. But, it's, uh, you know, I just want to make it known. We're going to play great all season long, and we'll get swept by Cleveland or, uh, you know, uh, Houston. It doesn't My matter. My Astros. You guys, yeah. uh, you guys have an amazing show, and I really do. I enjoy it. I wish you guys could be here to sing some of that Portugal, whatever. 
you know, music you were talking about. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, so you're more than welcome. You guys want to stop by? Hey. But how about the, this? Do they have Angel the Mars Fire, Volta? Angel Fire. We're having the Hoops uh, Golf Tournament in Angel Fire in July. I want you guys to come. Hey, hey, slip slide and Polly slip slide into our DMs at TalkABQ on Instagram. Give me the information for the golf tournament. I love to be there. Oh, God. All expenses. Polly, thank you so much for the call. All in one cabin, all the females in another cabin. (laughs) Boo. Friend of the show, Polly. That's great. All right. Hey, we're going oppo on the Lakers. I'm a LeBron James homer. Receding hairline or not. Yeah. I don't care if he's getting the best weaver in the history of hairdos to fix his hair. Is he- I don't care if they're implants. I don't care yeah. if he's going to Europe and getting uh, dolphin tear and baby blood infusions to make his hair thicker. Well, I don't care what he does. I'm going for him. Is he waiting until after, like Erlacher did? He's going to wait till after he's, his the career's over? Is he going to, what's, what's the story? There? He's doing it now. Is he doing it now? I, I, his, I didn't hair's, his hair's thicker than it was before oh, COVID. Oh, man. Well, he got to win at something. <laughs> Anyways, back, back to Robert De Niro having his seventh child at 79. That's intense, man. I, like, okay, so... I mean, the average human, he's already lived longer than the average human lives. Yes. Robert De Niro. So he's having his seventh child. So that child is literally going to grow up without his father at some point. I mean, how long is Robert De Niro going to live? We don't know. I mean, he could live to 100, I guess. So I guess he could live to see his son turn 21. I mean, theoretically. It happens. I mean, what was... uh but it's Sarah and Abraham. They had a baby when they were like 250 years old or oh, something. Oh, okay. In the Bible. Uh huh. This is like Robert De Niro's the new Abraham. Okay. Tiffany Chin is the new Sarah. Yeah. So congratulations to them and their baby. I mean, do you think he's made enough money that the seven? I mean, what's his oldest kid's age? That's my question. <laughs> Will you consult the Googs and figure yeah. that out? How, let's see. That's a good question because, I mean, is, you know, because the kid's going to grow up pretty much without, you know, at a certain point, you know, I've met people who have old parents and they, you know, they passed away and it's like, you know, you don't have that lifetime of, of parents. It's kind of interesting. I don't know, but I guess that's kind of the way our society is, is headed. Everybody's kind of having children later in life. I never had children, so I don't, you know. Well, I, I'm one and done. I had a kid early. My kid's about to graduate college next year. And here I am, air quotes, only 41 right. with an adult kid, and uh, my fatherdom is over. Okay, he's got one that's 46, one that's 27, one that's 25, one that's 11, and one that's a newborn. He's got one each decade. Yeah. You know, he's due. He's got one that's born during the Internet yeah. and one that has no idea what the Internet is. Right. Yeah. Not yet. Yeah. <laughs> that's going to be an interesting deal. And, I mean, he's pretty much going to have these brothers that, like, ha- you know, or family that's like his brothers and sisters, but they're going to be more like they're like parents to him, I think. For sure. You know. But like you said, I mean, okay, look, Robert De Niro, I'm sure he's got the best health care on mm-hmm. the planet. We know he's got a ton of money. Yeah. We know that he's going to do whatever it takes to stay around on this planet longer. How many more kids is he going to have? If he could, if his seed is strong enough, and I don't know what kind of science went involved in here, yeah. did he have like 
Did he have a bunch of uh, seed frozen, like, when he was 40? Oh. And then he, like, keeps dethawing it, like, once I, a decade for his next de- wife? I, mean, I am not a doctor anywhere close to it. But doesn't it degrade at a certain point, like, as you get older? Yeah, but he froze it 40 years ago. Oh. <laughs> So, oh, that's what happened? He's got, no, I'm assuming. Okay. Yeah, I'm just riffing here, Chris. Oh, I'm like hoping that's what happened. I'm like, oh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's, that's women aren't supposed to have uh, babies after a certain age because right. the, the eggs are more fragile and you get a higher chance of losing a baby. Men aren't supposed to have babies after a certain age because the, the DNA in your seed isn't strong mm-hmm. enough. It, it makes you more likely to lose babies and have disabilities, et cetera, et cetera. But here's 79-year-old Robert De Niro. Now, with my, a, is, this a, is this like, I mean, I mean, Polly, you want to call back and answer this? Mm-hmm. Do Italians have stronger seed? Maybe. Is this what this is? I mean, we also got to, you know, look at some other things that maybe have helped him, like, you know, Cialis or Viagra that may have helped him to conceive this child. Well, yeah, I'm sure there's a lot of drugs. There's a lot yeah. of technology involved in this baby being born. How do you think it's, I mean... Surely this wasn't planned, though. Ah, he said it was planned. Okay. (laughs) Wow. He said it was planned. They did this on purpose. Interesting. I am, uh, yeah. I mean, you know, it's interesting what you can do when you have half a billion dollars. I mean, I look to see what his net worth is. And so half a billion dollars, you can kind of, you know, you can do whatever you want until, you know. Also, there's a little bit of a, a question of, like, how irresponsible is this? Because this is, you know, this is one of those things where, as a as a younger generation, you look at the older generation, and they're, you know, they'll pollute the planet or whatever, and then they're like, doesn't matter to us. We're, you know, we're not going to be here that long. So he's, he's not. He's not going to be here when the kid's done with school. No. It's like, eh, let's have a kid. I don't. Know, why not? We don't have to worry about it after a certain point. Speaking yeah. speaking of freezing his seed, is he going to like do the cryogenic thing and freeze himself? So when the technology know. is good in like 100 years, 200 years, 1,000 years, mm-hmm. you can get dethawed and have more babies? Maybe so. He doesn't come off to me, though, as like one of these like celebrities that's so famous and rich that they're just crazy. But having a, a new baby at 79 seems a little out there. It's kind of nuts. I have an idea here. Did he pitch this movie right. to a studio and no one would, no one would take it? <laughs> it's like, no, Mr. De Niro, this is a dumb premise for a movie. And he's like, huh, okay, well, I'll just do it in real life. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just show you that it's a good movie. That's, yeah, I don't know, man. It's crazy to me. So congratulations, Robert De Niro. Congratulations, his wife, Tiffany Chin, of 79 years and 64 years, respectively, welcoming their new baby. When we get back, we're talking sports I pinky swear. NBA talk. You're listening to Two Men On, 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. Welcome back to the program, Duke City. The boys are live from Red Door downtown right here on Central in between 5th and 6th. It is your favorite joint for nice cocktails. Oh, man. I'm having delicious oat sodas. I'm having the red light. It's amazing. Ooh, what's that? It's kind of like uh, the red, red door version of red light. Okay. It's the red light. Drinkable. Drinkable. Nice. Good on a nice, warm, windy day. 
And we could uh, let that music fade out, Bob, if you don't mind. Oh, man. Bobcat on the ones and twos back on the studio, taking your calls, pushing the buttons. Not pushing our buttons, though, as he's just the best dude, thanks to Bobcat back at the studio. So as the mayor of downtown, mm. not democratically elected. No. You were, what I, from what I understand, you were appointed this title. Apparently so, And yeah. then now you rule with an iron fist. Correct. Red Door's the joint, right? It's great, yeah. Like I said, this red light is awesome. It had, they have a nice little, they have, they have two patios. Two! One in the front, one in the back, like a mullet. You know, you got the party in the front and the business in the back. They got party in both sides. As a guy who currently is wearing a mullet, I love that analogy right? so much. Yeah. And the people watching, just that. Oh, and we are right up against the window here on Central, and uh, it's been fantastic so right. far. Yeah. You want to see lowriders? You want to see great people watching? Red Door downtown, great beer. They have uh, cheese, cheese curds, if you like cheese curds. Yum. Okay. Is that, is that your go-to? It is one of my go-tos. When, you, when are you going to get munchy? I'm down for some cheese curds. Ooh, I don't know. Whenever. I'll do them whenever. Munchy. I love cheese curds. Friends of the show, get down here to Red Door downtown on Central in between 5th and 6th Street. We're going to be here till 7, and we're going to be hanging out afterwards. Hey, and after. I know you're a big electronic music guy, Chris. <laughs> no. So we got some <laughs> DJ jam sessions tonight from 8 to 11. Okay. Tonight starring DJ Clout. Oh. That guy a lot of people like, apparently. Yeah. He's, bi he's big here. Big. He's got a huge following. Yeah. DJ Clout. Throws his weight around, you might say. It does. DJ Clout. A lot of clout. Don't miss on Saturday, May 20th, Red Door and Dry Heat Comedy are going to form like Voltron and have the summer comedy series on the patio. May 20th, just nine short days from now, is going to be the first of their summer comedy series on the patio. Uh, starts at 9.30. A lot of great local comics, and they always have some out-of-town headliners joining them. I'll be here. I don't know about you losers. <laughs> right. It's party time, man. And Dry Heat, that's you know the best comedy in town. If you've never been to their uh, venue, it's amazing. All right, Chris. Your Golden State Warriors, Warriors. are battling my bandwagon Lakers. I made the prediction that the Lakers will win. Mm-hmm. The NBA championship this year. Ooh. And so far, everyone agrees with me except for one stupid corgi. Well, that corgi is the smartest corgi I've ever heard. <laughs> if I've ever heard of smart corgis, it's that one. I, I did watch a video earlier over and over of somebody leading their corgi down some stairs, and the corgi, like, falls down most of the stairs. Because they're stupid little legs. Yeah, yeah. They're stupid little legs, but poor they were corgi. They were bred into their own disability. Yeah, but this one's pretty smart, I think. The one you're talking about. Well, okay. Well, I am a corgi owner, yeah. and my corgi is quite special needs. Oh. He is a sweetheart. He is kind. He is loving. He's got the cutest little little floofy backside. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying. Yo, the cor yeah. corgi butts right. are 11s out of 10 as far as cuteness. But he is an idiot. <laughs> and I don't trust a thing that this Internet sensation Corgi says yeah. about the Warriors how, winning three straight games. How are they? Okay, so with the octopus, like the octopus would like wrap around a certain thing, right? How is the corgi deciding 
the teams? Like, what are they doing? Are they throwing, like, two fetch sticks, one for each team? Are they... Well, okay, I'll tell you all about it. If you haven't seen the Internet mm-hmm. Sensation Prediction Corgi... I haven't. Uh, so he's standing at the top of the stairs, and there's two baskets with Lakers and Warriors oh. on the baskets, and his owner throws him a smushy basketball, Okay, and he tip-taps it with his cute little corgi nose, mm-hmm. and it goes plummeting down the stairs into one of the baskets, and that who and that's who wins the game. Oh. And so far, he's gotten every single game right, wow. including the Warriors winning last night. <laughs> that was a big win. Six, six Warriors in double digits last night. They played a team game, and they're just night and day. Well, a better basketball team at home. They are. And it's crazy. Like, if they're going to, I mean, to say they're going to win the next three is really tough because they just have not won on the road all year. So I don't know how they're going to they're gonna pull it out. I hope they do. And even if they do, I mean, you know, you're going to have to play road games throughout the playoffs. You can't always play, you know, in Santa Clara. As awful as the Warriors are on the road this year, mm-hmm. there is a bright spot for you here, okay. Chris. The Warriors have played 20 straight playoff series and won at least one road game. They haven't won one yet this series. It right. just so happens to be one road game left. Yeah. So if they can win that one. You got game seven back at home where they're a completely different basketball team. Completely. I mean, just dominated. You know? At the, at the end of the game, they were just dominating. Anthony Davis kept what? the Lakers into it the first half. Started to tire in the second half. Left in a wheelchair. And got elbowed in the head and left in a wheelchair in the wheelchair. fourth quarter. That seems like a, that just screams concussion to me. Monobrano. They won't say it's a concussion, though. You can't throw those words around. Yeah. Yeah, you can't because once you say it, it's kind of one of those like, oh. You know, and, then if, and then if you say it and then they say it's not a concussion, then everybody's like, oh, here sure. we go. Here we go. And it's funny because, like, they don't have that little tent that the players can go in right. like the NFL does. Well, because the NFL has to hide it in a more mm-hmm. overt fashion. Right. It's so rare in the NBA. They're like, oh, no. What do we do now? I got it. Didn't he? he Wheelchair. Got, he got elbowed in the head and then called for the foul, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's, a, that's a double whammy right there. Whoops. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's crazy, though. I felt like, you know, honestly... The player of the game was Draymond Green. He came out just swinging, like, you know, like not like Draymond usually does. Not like he does. But I mean, yeah. twenty points. I mean, he was kind of he's kind of seemed like he was the X factor in the game. And the X factor to me in the series is the allegedly injured Anthony Davis. Oh, if yeah. the Lakers don't have Anthony Davis, the Corgi's prediction will be quite easy to accomplish. Maybe the Corgi saw the the injury. Ooh. Maybe the Corgi's like, Anthony Davis won't be here. The ball didn't go into the injury basket, though. It was a straight-up win. Is there an injury basket? There is not. I just oh. made that up on the spot, Chris. Oh, man. <laughs> I was excited. I was like, oh, wow. <laughs> this guy's got everything. Who's in the injury basket now? So are they doing this for every game, for every series? Um, I don't care because this is the most important series in no, the history of basketball. No. That's, that's, a, that's a fair statement. Bulls, Bulls, Blazers, I don't care. Yeah. Uh, Lakers, Celtics, Magic Bird, don't care. Yeah. 
Every other LeBron series, don't care. This is the most important series in the history of basketball, Chris. And this is must-see TV. This is uh, Northern California versus Southern California. You, you saw me at the concert last night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Walking around with a bunch of hipsters, and I had my cell phone out watching the basketball game you at were. a concert. And they had, uh, they had a lot of TVs there. You could have watched them on. I did watch some of the game a little, for a little while. Oh, nice. Yeah. At the, at the Revel. I had my uh, ears pointed towards the stage and the eyes pointed towards my cellular telephone because mm-hmm. I was watching around, walking around streaming the game. Well, at least you had uh, fun with the, game, with the, with the concert because the game probably wasn't too much fun for you, right? Not so much. No. Yeah, my whole reputation is riding on this series. I said this is a, a lock. Okay. I've gotten a lot of these things wrong. Mm-hmm. Friends of the show know how often wrong I am with these predictions. Okay. But this one is a lock. Anthony Davis will be fine. Lakers in six. Okay. So I think it's very daunting for the, for the Warriors to have to win three games. I think it's very daunting for any team to have to come back three games and win a series. It's almost near impossible. Now, if a team is going to do it, it's the Golden State Warriors. Yeah, LeBron did it against the Warriors in the NBA Finals. Oh, I'm, Steph Ozem won. I'll never forget when he blocked that ball against the backboard in that series. That's one of the most epic moments in NBA history. Uh, yeah, that was... Uh, not for you. Not for me. But for Lakers, I mean, excuse me, for LeBron fan and casual fan, yep. that's one of the best plays in the history no, of the sir. NBA. Didn't like it. For you, not so much. No. Well, if the Lakers don't have Anthony Davis, sayonara. Is that, so you're saying if Davis doesn't come back for all the games, or if he, what if he comes back at the end? Like, what if he comes back for game and seven? Look, oh, hey, do you hear the dog barking in yeah, the background? Yeah. He, he agrees with the Corgi. You got another Warriors fan over here. Well, we'll see what happens, man. I, uh, Clay Thompson, except for game two, mm-hmm. Kind of hasn't been here all series. You know, Clay Thompson. He's since, a brick machine. Since he came back from injury, he is one of the streakiest players I've seen. I mean, he, I don't think he's been as solid. You know, he used to be solid. Clay Thompson used to come out and break individual uh, scoring records for a period. And now it just seems like he, he has those moments, but they're not as, not as much as he used to. We'll talk a little more playoff basketball in the 5 o'clock hour. We'll hit a little more on Lakers-Warriors predictions, and we'll talk about the games tonight. But when we get, get back, NFL schedule leaks, baby. It's going to be a great season. It might be the greatest season in the history of football, much like the Lakers-Warriors series is the greatest series in the history of basketball. <laughs> Stoked. Up You're listening to Two Men on 95.9 FM, AM 610, the Sports Animal. Welcome back to the program, Duke City. The boys are downtown. Downtown at Red Door on Central Avenue, right in between 5th and 6th Street. Friends of the show are already popping in, having a lot of fun. The buzz here is palpable. It's not even 5 o'clock yet, Chris. No, no, it's, but, it's, but it's happy hour, right? I'm Al- happy. Along with Red Door, you better be. You got oh, a little man. oat soda in front of you. I talking, do. Sitting around talking sports and sports-adjacent mm. content. Oh, yeah. 
you know, along with Red Door, we wouldn't be here without our friends and partners in the community, such as John Lopez Real Estate and Cowell Banker Legacy, who's uh, we're in their mobile studio right now at Red Door. We play on Team I-9. We start our days at the YMCA. Actually, I had my afternoon at the YMCA today. It was a uh, leg and core day. Today. Oh, yeah. How come you started so late? Were you a little... Uh... I just work it into my day oh, okay. whenever I can. Just I mean, whenever I can. I mean, you know, you, you, you were rough a little this morning after the concert this night. Oh, see, remember, if you go back to the first segment, Chris, we yeah. both ducked out early. Shh. So I was a good boy. No, we raged. Yeah, we raged. Sorry. Night, I, mean, I mean, I didn't go to bed till 4 in the morning. <laughs> Some random dude's hotel room that we totally trashed, bro. Yeah. Lunch and a milkshake. That goes down at 66 Diner. Throw in Thursdays when we're not at Red Door. We are at ABQ Axe. The boys will give you $7.50 off throwing axes per person per hour. My girlfriend's mad. I I haven't taken her yet. Hey, next Thursday. Yeah. We'll be there next Thursday. And and I told them, I was like, they have throwing stars. and Everybody everybody I tell the throwing stars thing to, they go, no, they don't. They go, they have throwing stars. They're like, and then someone immediately goes, can you bring your own? (laughs) And I was like, "You, you have throwing stars at your house? And they're all, yeah. I mean, did they buy them when they were a child, or did they I, get them in adulthood? I didn't ask those questions. I'm Sweet. just gonna. I'm just gonna. You know, I didn't want to. I would, you know, I didn't want to embarrass them because I. You know, if you are, if you're a veteran of <laughs> axe throwing, yeah, it's not your first time. You can bring your own axe, right? So I'm. A, I'm assuming you could bring your own <laughs> throwing stars too. <laughs> do they inspect them before you bring them in? They're like, no. I guarantee you, they do. You got this at a truck stop. It no, is a no, super no. safe environment. Not anyone can just come in there and start throwing ninja stars you you got these at the comic-con no 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 never miss a moment of the new mexico united away action that goes down at hollow spirits we have a blast every new mexico united away watch party at hollow spirits stay tuned for that more events coming at hollow spirits as well and the weekends that's for teller vodka new mexico's vodka our friends at teller are going to come join us here later nice They're, they're canning some uh New cocktails. We're really excited about that. It's going to be the summer of Teller. Is that the Chris? summer of Teller Tea? That is correct. Ah. Shout out to Chris at Safe House Distilling and Teller Vodka. Joining us on the program, your new favorite contributor to Two Men On, Young Jakey Boy, Jake Cassio. What's happening, uh, my dude? You know, just got fresh off the plane. You know, it just uh, got off the plane. Had a party last night. You know, yeah. or two nights ago when the Whoa. next one. You know. Uh, had to reap it all in, you know. Uh, anytime a- there's a party going on in New York, <laughs> I got to go, and we have to party after every win. Knicks win in the playoffs. I mean, it's kind of like something that doesn't happen that often, right? It's Christmas in July. Well, right now is May, but. Yeah. So, Jake, if, you, if you're not familiar with uh, his MO, when the Knicks win a playoff basketball game, he takes the red eye to New York, parties with his New York boys wow. on 7th Ave, pops some bottles, and comes right back here and goes to work <laughs> immediately. You know, I'm just a, I'm a working guy, but I like to have fun. Work hard, play hard. Wow. We're going to talk about your Knicks here in the next hour before you got to head out. But uh, NFL schedule was released today, and they're coming in hot. First Thursday, September seventh, the defending champion Kansas City Chiefs will host. Any guesses, boys? Any guesses? Well, I, I don't got to guess. I already know. I already know. Okay. <laughs> the Detroit Lions. What? What? Who cares? Who? I mean, 
usually the first game of the year is a matchup of the previous year's yeah. Super Bowl, a previous year's AFC or NFC championship. The NFL is all in on the Lions this year. Oh, they're buying in, and I'm all so for it. Are the Lions supposed to be good? Yes, they are. Okay. They're going to be awesome. They're, they're winning was, the division. They were the best team. I got them winning the division as well. We'll have our NFL preview a little closer to the season. But they were one of the best teams in the NFL in the second half this okay. year. They had a great offseason. A lot of people think they had a great draft. They're the hotness. The hmm. Detroit Lions are back. Go crazy, Detroit Wait, whoa, family. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Back? Back from when were they when was the original? The Jim Caldwell excellent, era. Excellent <laughs> point. Jim Caldwell era with excellent Megatron. Point. It's like every year they're like, they got the Heisman Trophy quarterback, and you're like, okay. And then three years later, they're like, now they got another Heisman Trophy quarterback. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I'm not buying into Detroit Lions until but, they hold a trophy up in the air. Okay, well, that's the smart play. Yeah. But you know me, the conductor on the hyperbole train, choo-choo, people, let's go. I'm on the Detroit Lions bandwagon. The NFL <laughs> is on the Detroit Lions bandwagon. They got multiple primetime games, okay. including the first game of the year against the Chiefs. And they're going to win. I mean, hey, there we go. Yeah. I mean, we're looking at the power rankings here. They ha I mean, they're 13th. That's pretty high. I mean, th there's a lot of uh, that. Wow, that's way higher than I would have I would have thought. It's all because of Dan Campbell because I don't even play professional football, but I want to run through a wall every yeah. time I hear that man give a speech. Anything he does, I got your back, brother. I, I mean, honestly, if he didn't go down the route of becoming a professional wrestler, I'm glad he decided to go down the route of being a Was that the other coach. option for him? No, but he could be. Oh. He's just got that size. And and sounds like he's got the, the promo skills, which yeah. is size and promo skills. I mean, that's you're, you're going to be at WrestleMania, you know? If Coach Campbell was around a handful of years ago, there's no way we lose Vietnam. No. <laughs> there's no way we lose Vietnam. Nice. <laughs> Wow. We, we win Vietnam in two weeks. I'm pretty sure Dan Campbell was in Apocalypse Now. He said, uh, I love the smell of napalm in the morning. Nice. Yeah, he does. That's how he starts off every pregame speech. <laughs> he, he, does, he, he has napalm in his backyard every morning. <laughs> we'll do a more NFL schedule when we get back. You're listening to Two Men On, 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. I make you hot to death. Welcome back, Duke City. Two men on, 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. By the way, friends of the show, if you get mailed a letter from Arbitron, it really helps our ratings if you'll fill it out. And by the way, we are the sports animal, not any of the other programs. The one you're listening to right now, Two Men On with Van and Fred on the sports animal. Sports human? Had a, a ra had a ratings meeting today. Uh-oh. And while, you know, we're the best in the biz, we're number one. We wear the with the big heavy hat. You know, heavy lies the crown. Oh, man. One head, one Got crown. Got some constructive criticism. Uh-oh. Yeah. Ooh. A little behind the scenes. Speaking Dude. of behind the scenes, not behind the scenes anymore. The NFL schedule is out. And, uh, you know, by the way, joined with Jake Cassio, Chris Burnett on the program today. Jake, I know you're foaming at the mouth. Oh, yeah. I can see you drooling right here into your little Red Door cocktail. Uh-huh. You're I ready for wait. Monday night. Oh, I'm ready just for football, but Monday night especially. Aaron Rodgers, the mm. new Jet, 
Yeah, and uh, you know, face off against what is, the legend Josh is, Allen and your Bills. So you're from you're from New York. So what is the? How is everybody feeling in in New York about Aaron Rodgers there? Uh, Jets fans are ecstatic. Giants okay. fans could probably care less, and Bills fans are so ready just to womp on this man. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, and you know the. New Jersey Jets are, uh, they don't stand a chance against the real New York team. The like, only New York yes, team. Yes, sir. There's two New Jersey teams yeah. and one and, New York team. Yeah, and we have our own stadium. Your Bills, <laughs> yeah, and your Bills are the only New York team. Craziest, Let's make that clear. Craziest pregame uh, rituals I've ever seen from any fans. Have you ever seen the Bills, like the, the tailgate? Like thing, they, they powerbomb people through tables. Oh, it's even crazier yeah. than that. There's a dude that will like stand a, with a circle of people around him and just pass out ketchup and mustard bottles and just <laughs> spray ketchup and mustard all over him. Wow. And then there's a dude that has like a filing cabinet and he makes pizzas in it. And like, <laughs> there are so many kinds of characters there. There's guys that wear luchador masks and like, it's the most electric atmosphere in all of football. I don't. Let's, let's put a pin in the game till the five o'clock segment and talk more about Bills Mafia. Because <laughs> to to me, as a Packers fan, to me as a neutral uh, member of the press, Bills Mafia does it right. They're the best in the biz. Oh, without a doubt. I mean, every single person is one. Well, well, you know what they say about the town of Buffalo? It's a football town with a drinking problem. Oh, uh-huh. wow. Yeah. Yeah. So. Because uh, that's all we can do is watch football and drink in the wintertime. And, right. You know, and we go crazy. And all we want is one chance, one Super Bowl. We had the four in a row, and those hurt. But it's going to happen. Josh I, Allen will take us to the promised land. I think the Bills winning the Super Bowl this year will be the fourth horseman of the apocalypse. Oh, man. And we'll talk more about that when we get back. You're listening to Two Men On. 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. One hour in the books. If you're a nine to fiver, it's quitting time, baby. Congratulations, you made it. I've already had one for you. Another day, another dollar. Yeah, all the boys have had one for you already. Mm. Get on down to Red Door downtown on Central in between 5th and 6th. Uh, we, we're one cocktail in. And you got to come here and play catch-up, buddy. Look, listen, listen here, friend of the show. As you're walking to your car right now with us in your AirPods or your Google Pixel Buds, if uh, you don't like having friends. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to Two Men On, 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. Uh, we, off air, like sometimes we need a camera on us at all times. Because sometimes the behind-the-scenes conversations are better than the content that we can put on air. And I forgot to bring this up earlier because we're talking about uh, Robert De Niro's virility. Did you see see your Italian brother? Yeah, that has nothing to do with uh, him being rich. It's just him being Italian. (laughs) Uh. Uh, Jake Cassio joining us, Chris Burnett joining us having a lot of fun here down at Red Door. We got distracted by Robert De Niro at the beginning of the program. But uh, the most distracting thing in Albuquerque right now is there's a new Raising Canes. Oh, it, it, well, that is crazy to me. It's insane. 
It's chicken strips. It's chicken strips, bro. They're <laughs> awesome chicken strips. Aren't they? Oh, oh get yeah. out. Oh, yeah. I love them. I tried to go day one. Wow. <laughs> and I went at like 11. I was like, you, ah. You fool. I know, right? I was like, ah, oh, it's 11. No one will be there. No, I was wrong. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. There was a four and a half hour line. Oh, yeah. People. I waited for 45 minutes and I thought I was getting close. No. And then it started going around the block and I was like, I don't stand a chance of getting any no. chicken People today. camped out no. for two days. This isn't Star Wars, people. It's crazy. The guy that the guy that was the number one in line, apparently he travels to all the openings and he camps out for all of the raising canes. Now that's a man that loves some chicken. Somebody posted on Facebook and it made me laugh. They're like the guy that was the first in line for raising canes has a has a wife and you can't even get a text back. <laughs> <laughs> that is legit hilarious. <laughs> and I was like, that is so good. Look, you got a hobby. I don't if it gives yeah. you more passion. And more purpose for your life, I get it. If your passion is chicken strips, yeah. you're a loser. Okay, so I have an idea. They're gonna open a couple more, right? This is, you know, my friends and I've been talking about this. Let's go already and start camping out at the at one of the ones that's gonna open, and then you know we'll take <laughs> turns camping out, and then we'll have to either DoorDash or send people to the current one to get the chicken strips delivered to us while we're in line. For the new one to open And up. sell them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, double the price. Y'all, you want some uh, Raisin Cane chicken strips? we got them uh, coming to DoorDash. Chris, you criminal mind, that is genius. Hmm? Just have a trench coat and unveil it and just a <laughs> bunch of chicken strips. Yeah. yeah. There. <laughs> and, the, the, and then the other side is the dipping sauce. Yeah. Because that's yeah. what makes Cane's Cane's. Yeah. It? I mean, chicken is chicken at the end of the day. It's but the sauce. Chicken strips. But the sauce is what? Uh, ketchup and mayonnaise and what? I mean, you know. It's, what's, what's their special? What's so special about raising Cane's? It just it doesn't taste like any of the others, man. Okay. What's the, okay, what's the sauce? How, how, how can you tell me that the sauce is so amazing when we have Dion's Ranch in this town? Yes. Good point, friend. I'm just saying that. I don't know. You dip in your chicken strips at Dion's Ranch? I would. See, I'm not a ranch guy. I can't. I Have can't, you had the green chili? I can't lie. I don't know. Not a ranch guy. Yeah. And the the Dion's green chili ranch, it's not like spicy green yeah. chili. It's just like a little bit of flavor, just a little bit of mmm. So mm, I, I, have, I have coworkers from Washington, D.C. who have never lived in Albuquerque. They come here to visit. Like one of them comes here and her husband, who's actually, she's been, she, they've never lived here. She's been here. He's never been here. And he tells her when he leaves, don't forget to get that Dion's Ranch before you come back. Yes. And she gets six bottles of the regular, <laughs> six bottles of the green chili. I don't even think he knows what that is, but he, she can't come off the plane with that. With All that. right. I consulted the interwebs. Cane mm-hmm. sauce mm. is a mayonnaise and ketchup base. Okay. It's got a little Wooster in it, garlic powder, pepper, and liquid smoke. I've got it. Oh. That's it. That's mm. not special. No. But That's it's... basically Thousand Island without relish. Yeah. At first you were like talking and then you said liquid smoke and then I went, mmm. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So now I'm... you want some canes. <sighs> it's chicken strips, man. It's I don't know. It's chicken strips. And it's crazy because like you could have you got in your car, drove to Las Cruces. <laughs> yeah, got raising canes, drove back, and still probably would have been waiting in line if you'd have stayed here. Yeah, isn't I, that crazy? I, I waited forty-five minutes, and I was like, "No, I can't do yeah. this. I got things to do." I never waited so forty-five I minutes for anything. Did you? Did you angrily drive out of the line though? Like, 
pressing the gas down. No, I got a free pair of sunglasses, so I was like, okay, at least it wasn't. For they nothing. gave you sunglasses? Oh, yeah. It was either a scrunchie or sunglasses. A I, scrunchie yeah, or yeah, sunglasses? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cane oh. scrunchie or sunglasses. I oh went for the sunglasses. God. Wow. This is the worst episode of Black Mirror I have ever <laughs> right. seen. I have ever seen. Yeah. Chicken strips, Chicken strips and Thousand Island dressing without relish. They go hand you in hand. You people are idiots. Let's go camp out. You know, okay, one thing I do. Okay, I'll give Raising Cane's credit. At least they built it right across the street from Chick-fil-A. Are they, are, is Raising Cane's open on Sunday? Oh, yeah. Oh, Genius. They're going to crush it on Sunday. Genius. You know, even Chick-fil-A's and airports are closed on Sunday? Yeah. That is so weird. They have a Chick-fil-A in the Atlanta Falcons stadium. Yes. And it's never open yeah. except for Thursday night football or Monday night football. That's the that dumbest thing of all time. Makes no sense. You know, you, you guys know what raising cane means, right? No. It is a metaphor for raising hell. Yeah. It's causing problems. Right. Disrupting the status quo. Raising pissing kids. people off. And that's what them chicken strips make me want to do. I want to <laughs> riot when okay. I eat really? All right. I think it's hilarious that raising canes, which means raising hell. Is right across the street from Chick Fil A, mm. which is the most JC friendly restaurant in the history of the planet. Johnny Listen, Cash? What? Yes. There are there are uh, God fearing people mm-hmm. who go to Chick Fil A, and then there's real people who are sinners that go to Grazing Canes like myself. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yes. And this is going to divide the country in half. I can get down on that. This is what starts the Civil War. Right. Okay. <laughs> Canes versus Chick Fil A. So when when you yeah when you attack the Chick Fil A, do you attack it with the sauce packets? Like, just throw them at the building? Yeah. Nice. I think people are just going to run into each other like the scene in Braveheart, and they're just going to throw chicken sandwiches and get stabbed well, with chicken fingers. We did Last have... Man Standing gets to be the only chicken restaurant in Albuquerque. I, I thought we already had the chicken sandwich wars. Like, we had the Popeye's chicken sandwich. It's and... Popeye's. Popeye's wins any Popeyes. day of the week. Now, yeah. have you had the Stripes one? Stripes is awesome. It is legit. Free advertisement for Stripes. Yeah. You're welcome. Sorry. Well, I mean, we're doing Popeyes. <laughs> you know. I I'm grew up a big Popeyes guy. I oh, love that yeah. chicken from Popeyes. Oh, man. <laughs> Red beans and rice. You, smack, mm. you, you split that biscuit in half. Oh, and, yeah. And you got a little... Uh, you dip your biscuit in the red beans and rice, and then you got half a biscuit later. You pour a little honey on it. Mwah, magical. You know I, uh, I one time attempted the Popeye's biscuit challenge where you have to eat 10 biscuits in five minutes. Was I'm, it? I'm glad you're still with us. Uh, I mean, you could barely finish two because of how dry they are. Uh, <laughs> do they give you water? Are you allowed to have water? Uh, I didn't have any water. Oh. Yeah, I think that's cheating. I mean, is that how you got in your fraternity is by... <laughs> eating as many Popeye's biscuits as you could. Uh, for legal reasons, we'll say yes. Oh, wow. By the way, I don't know why Popeye's biscuits get that bad of a wrap. It's Church's biscuits that are the dry ones. Yeah, they're pretty dry. Church's is uh, not, my, not my spot. Not no, my spot. I'm not a fan of that place. By the way, uh, Raising Cane's, Chick-fil-A, Popeye's, Church's, Stripes, 505-246-0610. Do you want to be the real winner of the Chicken Wars? Right. Give us money. You're going to be the winner of the Chicken Wars. You want to be the official sponsor, the official chicken sponsor of Two Men On? Because mm. right now it's my mom's kitchen. Because Raising Cane's is just chicken strips, you losers. Camping out for two days. Two days. Do you ever, do you ever camp out for anything? I camp out for what we're looking at through the glass there. <laughs> That's fair. My goodness. She's a lady in some short shorts walking by. She's, oh. If she was in middle school, she would get a referral. Oh, yeah. Those, yeah. 
the finger, I don't know what part the of the country. Do yeah. Not. Yeah. Her, her shorts do not cover her wrists. <laughs> Reach it down. <laughs> All right, sports fans, I swear to God, we're talking sports when we get back. More NFL schedule talk. You're listening to Two Men On, 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. Welcome back, Duke City. The boys are downtown. Red Door Brewing on Central in between 5th and 6th. Got a coldie in my hand, and it could not taste better than right here at Red Door downtown. Saturday, May 20th. Do not miss Red Door Dry Heat Comedy collaborate on the Dry Heat Comedy Summer Series Right here on the patio at Red Doors. Doors. Oh, the doors are going to be open all day. Oh. Show starts at 930. All the best Albuquerque comedians. And a little bit of, a little secret out-of-town headliner coming. So beer and comedy? Yes. Yeah. You get hammered and laugh. Mm. Kind of like what we're doing now. Yeah. On top of Red Door, don't forget about our other partners and sponsors in the community, such as... John Lopez Real Estate and Colwell Banker Legacy. We are in their studio right now at Red Door. We play on Team I-9. We start our days at the YMCA. A burger and a shake, that goes down to 66 Diner. Chris, I know you're a big 66 Diner guy. Love it. What's your favorite milkshake there? I mean, I'm just a chocolate guy. you just straight-up chocolate? Straight-up chocolate. Straight guy. chocolate? Yeah. What about you, Jakey Boy? What's your go-to milkshake? Uh, you know, uh... I'm a vanilla guy. You're vanilla guy? I'm classic. Oh, we got Biggie and Tupac going on over um, here? I'm Biggie for Chocolate sure. versus yeah. vanilla? <laughs> oh, man. See, that sucks because I, I prefer Biggie. I'm oh. a Biggie guy. Brooklyn all the way. I mean, you know, I got to side with the East Coast, even though I don't claim Tupac as a West Coast rapper because yeah. he's from New York and he lived in Baltimore. Right. So yeah. He's an East Coast guy. He just rapped over there. It's an are excellent talking, point. Are you talking about the guy that was dancing in the in the digital underground videos? Same guy. Oh, okay. The hologram? Yeah. <laughs> the hologram. <laughs> the weekends, that's for Teller Vodka, New Mexico's vodka. Your Buffalo Bills, Jakey boy, got to take on the greatest regular season quarterback in the history of the world, New Jets acquisition Aaron Rodgers. Well, Tom Brady's the best playoff quarterback. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers the best regular season quarterback. Turns it off. In the playoffs. <laughs> He's on playoffs? Nah, no thanks. Nah. I'd rather go on vacay. You could win the Super Bowl. I did that. Eh, I mean, I am once. a little nervous about it because it is on 9-11, and the Jets have a previous success rate on 9-11. Okay. Uh, yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, uh, you know, uh, I claim Buffalo, the Buffalo Bills, is America's team. No, it's no longer the Cowboys. It's Buffalo. Everybody wow. wants to root for us. They. I, you know, it's hard not to. You're not wrong. And, like, uh, Bill's, Bill's Mafia is my favorite fan base. I mean, Josh Allen. I've been preaching Josh Allen since he got drafted. So I am semi-Bill's Mafia. And uh, Josh, and we'll take you. We'll take you. Come Thank on you. down, hang I out I want to jump us. through a table. Oh, let's do it. Let's, get, <laughs> let's do a whole inauguration. Sweet. Yeah. Check, uh, check out soon. Uh, first Monday of next year's football season. I will be jumping through a table with Bill's Mafia. Don't miss a second of that. Slip slide into the DMs. Follow us on Instagram, at TalkABQ. That's where you're going to find me hurting my 40-year-old ass jumping through a table. Oh, it doesn't hurt that bad. You'll be all right. It's Sweet. just all Thank about, you for the it's all about the, where you get the shoulder. Ah, okay. Yeah, that's just, the most important don't part. Don't forget to make a reel or a TikTok, as the kids for call sure. it. For sure, yeah. 
Yeah. I don't TikTok because I don't want China having all of my information right. from that's my why, that's why I said cellular real. telephone. Yeah. yeah, thank yeah, you. Yeah, my TikTok feed is uh, pretty incriminating. I'm not oh. going to lie. Okay. If you saw my TikTok feed, you'd be like, this guy deserves to be in jail. <laughs> I know we're, we're a long ways away. And, you know, I'm a Jags homer. I'm a, a Trevor Sunshine Lawrence homer as well. Ooh. But I'm just like teeter-tottering on who I'm going to pick for the AFC in the Super Bowl. Is it going to be... Mine and host of Chop It Up with Vern K every Saturday morning from 9 to 11 right here on Sports Animal. Vern and Coots. Is it going to be our Jaguars or is it going to be mine and yours, Bills? I just don't know. Um, so let me say this, Frank. Uh, I am the number one biggest Trevor Lawrence hater. Oh, goodness. Here yeah, we go. I, I claimed f- before Trevor even touched the NFL, even before he could get drafted, that he was going to be a bust. And I still believe in that. He had a decent season. I mean, I don't count the first season because of Urban Meyer, and he did beat the Bills, but that was the Josh Allen game. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I don't, I don't think uh, they stand a chance. So first Monday, prime time, Aaron Rodgers, Josh Allen. I know you got all the confidence in your world and your boys. Oh, yeah. But you're a little shooketh, right? No. Taking one L week one? Nope. We're going to come out with a W. We're going 14 and 3 this How season. How many times are you guys going to sack Aaron Rodgers? Ooh, uh, that's a. Ooh. See, our D line isn't exactly the best. Okay. But we're going to pick him off three times. Oh. Because oh. wow. our corners and our safeties, we got depth. Yes or no, pick six? No. No? No, not, okay. not week one. You right. got to warm up still a All little right. bit. You, you know? know, Aaron Rodgers has the lowest interception rate of any quarterback in so the history of the NFL. So you're saying a lot. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm. I mean, wow. I swing for the fences, guys. Uh, the Bills are gonna do it, okay. and I'm not worried. Aaron Rodgers joining our division. Yeah, Yonner. I was more scared of Zach Wilson. All time, Aaron Rodgers' worst week, obviously not counting the playoffs, is Week One. Lowest career QBR in week one. You're making me smile ear to ear right now, man, because that's exactly what I needed to hear. And now, if anything, I'm just going to keep on riding this uh, wagon of uh, my confidence is just even higher. Big question. As a Bills fan, if they make, when, when they make it to the Super Bowl, Thank huh? you. how are they going to be able to handle the harsh desert conditions of Las Vegas? <sighs> uh, indoor stadium. All right. Still got to walk outside of it. Uh, yeah, they got to walk <laughs> to and from the hotel. Yeah. Well, I mean, with all the series of underground tunnels in Vegas, yeah. they might not have to see the sun oh, the whole time. Yeah. Is there underground tunnels to the stadium? I, they're probably everywhere. Yeah. There's got to be secret tunnels. That stadium is really interesting. Have you ever seen it in person? I have not been the there Death yet. Star. It, 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 yeah, it is like it, it's, more, it's more vertical than you would think it should be. By the and, way, and there's no parking. Raiders insider Vinny Bonsignori, you're going to host us this year. Congratulations. Nice. We're too busy last year. <laughs> Vegas, baby. Yeah, Vegas, baby. Vegas. Vegas. I just thought of it. it's like it's like you're going to take if, 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 if when the Bills make it to the Super Bowl, it's like it's like a team that thrives in the harshest conditions probably in the NFL is going to go to like the sunny like <laughs> Las Vegas desert. I mean, it's not like going to be that hot. It's mm. February. Well, February. Okay, 
February in, in Buffalo, February in Las Vegas. Two different ball games, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. But uh, we have to go to Miami once a year, yeah. and that's rugged and humid and yeah. hot for us. If we can survive in Miami, man, we can survive in the desert. Yeah. Well, the, the Bills aren't even built like a cold-weather team. No. The Bills are built like a dome team. So even though they're the Bills and they got that crazy home field advantage when they're there playing in the insane elements, they're not even built for it. I mean, that's why we wanted uh, Josh Allen because he had that experience in Wyoming. It ain't, it ain't exactly all sunshine and palm trees out there. No, oh, you don't no, say. No. <laughs> <laughs> that is a good idea. You're like, hmm, let's look at the, the universities in Montana and Wyoming and North Dakota. North Dakota is, is harsh like Buffalo. Yeah. Like, you have to plug in your gasoline-powered car. Not diesel, gasoline in North Dakota. So that's an interesting... Ah, I never thought about that draft strategy. In all fairness, you should be a little worried about the Jets this year in your AFC East. Because for the first time in my Packer fandom, Aaron Rodgers is practicing... He never shows up to pre-camp. Right. He never shows up to OTA. He never works with his team in the offseason. But for the first time ever, I think he's like that jilted lover this year. I'm worried about the Aaron Rodgers war path this year. That, oh, you don't love me, Green Bay? I you want to get rid of me? I'll show you what you lost. I think everything changed for Aaron Rodgers when he started doing ayahuasca. He just be kind of <laughs> became soft. We played him last year, and we beat him. He's been the Bad. ayahuasca guy forever without doing ayahuasca. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. 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 He's, he's just, always been that guy. Yeah. yeah. He's like the Kyrie Irving of the NFL. Yeah. You're, you're not wrong. He, yeah. He, you know, he's like, you know, whenever he, everybody's like, is he going to retire? He's like, I'm going to go into my sanctuary. What, what was it called? The dark, the darkness retreat. retreat. The darkness yeah. retreat. Like, what? What is going on here? I don't think he's he's uh, off you know like off the grid as much as Kyrie Irving. Kyrie's you know and and, and certainly not what he does to teams like Kyrie Irving. You know, Kyrie. Oh, I don't know. Uh, hey, he kind of screwed over the Packers there for a bit. Yeah. Uh, oh, oh, in the playoffs? Yes, yes, he did. Are are you talking about teasing them every off season? Uh-huh. Are you talking or, about his, yeah, or, or his performance in the biggest games of his career? Both. Or I don't like the coach. Can you get rid of him? So he can go to the Cowboys, one of those, you know. In Aaron Rodgers' defense, he's kind of like the target of hippies. Like, he's not even like a full-blown hippie. Like, he doesn't even, like, okay, I saw him in twill pants and Birkenstocks once, but he's not even like a real hippie. No. He's like a, a tr- he's like a Trustafarian without <laughs> the dreadlocks. He doesn't even, like, he doesn't lean all the way into it. That's a good point. Sure, he did ayahuasca once on vacation with a bunch of other millionaires. Sure, he tried out a darkness retreat. Sure, he got a hippie doctor that got him air quotes inoculated. But he's not that big of a crazy person. This dude went to friggin' Berkeley. Only, like, little geniuses go to Berkeley. Not football players. Yeah. It's not really yeah, it's not a destination football. School. He's a he's a vacation hippie. He's a vacation weirdo. Like that's not his that's not his MO. Like that's not his go to. <coughs> Jake, I know you gotta get out of here. When we get back, we'll talk a little bit of Knicks and then we'll see you off. Thanks for joining us, Jakey boy. Of course. When we get back, him. a little basketball talk. You're listening to two men on ninety five nine FM AM six ten, the sports animal. 
Duke City, what it do. The boys are back at Red Door Brewing downtown on Central Avenue, right in between 5th and 6th Streets. Uh, not one, but two patios. Yeah, it's amazing. We got one of the coolest patios in all of downtown Albuquerque in the back, completely enclosed. Or, if you don't want the privacy, you got another patio up front with the best people watching in all of Albuquerque. The best. I mean, just sitting here today, I've seen so many things that uh, it, it's just enjoyable for someone like me. I'm like, oh, man, look at that. You know, don't was, miss the uh, if, if you like to rage on Sunday, like have a little Sunday fun day, Chris. I know how you roll. Yeah. All day brunch at Red Door. Oh, yeah. I love me some yeah. brunch. Don't none of this stupid 10 to 12 stuff. We're doing all day brunch here. Mimosas. Mimosas. Love them. Give me the mimosa. Give me a. It's my culture, though. It's my culture. A little, uh, little, uh, like a, like a little, uh, little bloody Mary. A little, uh, little bloody. Give me Mm. a bloody. A bunch of stuff in it. Yeah. I don't want just a bloody Mary. I need stuff in my blood. Yeah. I need you to shove a whole bunch of stuff in a glass. Whatever. I just need a whole meal. Don't be limited by your imagination. Like I want to stuff my bloody full. I want to drink where I chew. Yes. You know. You're speaking my language. Fan. You're speaking my language. Yeah. DJs tonight, 8 to 11.30 right here. Uh, DJ Clout tonight, rotating DJ sets every Thursday. You got the boys here, 4 to 7, a little break in between, and then you get your little... <laughs> get the whistle out, get the glow yeah. sticks out. Yeah. Red Door is the spot. Speaking of the spot... Madison Square Garden. MSG, we fight another day. Young Jakey boys, New York Knicks, rhythm in the air, and everybody's shaking. The boys are staying alive. Congratulations. I know. Uh, You know, last time I was uh, talking about the Knicks, uh, I was a little defeated. Uh Uh-huh. Sure, yeah. I was a little – I started accepting reality. And then I forgot about one key factor – Jalen Brunts him mm. because mm. that man. Mm. Woo. Thank God we have him. 38 points, nine rebounds, seven assists. Man. Plus minus a plus nine. It's pretty good. Pretty, uh, pretty, pretty. I am not complaining. Pretty good. Yes, sir. If I do say so myself. And the craziest stat. 48 minutes. Yeah, him and Quentin Grimes. Didn't leave the court. That's a dude. Yeah. I mean, that's also just Tom Thibodeau rotations for you in a nutshell. <laughs> but I mean, that's Tom Thibodeau's cardio. Yeah. Let you stay out on the court. Uh-huh. But, uh, I mean, Jalen Brunson, he's the hero. But I need to just give a quick shout-out to my boy, Quentin Grimes. Okay. So, uh, he's currently our shooting guard right now, starting for us out of the University of H-Town. And uh, he had probably the greatest New York Knicks basketball play in the last 20 years. (laughs) Would you like to take us through it? Because this is one of the coolest plays I've seen in a long time. Uh, Just the steal and being able to get back up on your feet and just stop the momentum of the Miami Heat. Because, I I mean, we have every right to be scared of those guys. But Quentin Grimes. Uh, Jimmy Butler. The unsung hero of New York City. 
sealed the deal for us. So Quentin, Quentin Grimes, like, what did he sprained his knee, had a little quick boo-boo, fell to the ground, got up. It didn't feel right. Kept defending. Yep. Didn't call timeout. Didn't look to the bench. Got up, limped around, played defense limping. Fell again, got back up again, got a steal, fast break the other way, two points, New York Knickerbockers. Took him like, what do you think, 30 seconds a minute to shake it off? Stayed in the game, played 48 minutes. That dude's a baller. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, our entire team is banged up right now. And I think that sends a message to the, his rest of his teammates of, listen, we're going to get hurt, we're going to play injured. So just keep on playing. And I'm talking to you, Julius Randle. I'm looking at you right now. Okay? I, you're our hero. You're our leader. And you're out there playing like a little girl. Just sad and sulking and just depressed out there. And Be a man! Quentin Grimes is like 21 years old. And he's proving that he's more of a man and a bigger fighter than you are, Julius. <laughs> I have so, a bone to pick. So, Julius, you, you, you're calling out Julius Randle. And I love Julius. And he shot over 50% from the field. Over 50, over 50% from three-pointers. Uh, five rebounds, five assists. And it's not good enough for you, yeah. Jake. Is that what you're saying? Julius Randle is a two-time All-Star. He was an, he's All-NBA. He's All-NBA this year. And he's not playing like it. He play, when Julius Randle, he's like Aaron Rodgers, sensational in the regular oh, season. Oh, here we go. But come playoff time, MIA, like I said, he's on the milk carton, missing. Well, how many playoffs experiences he had? He yeah, has like two years. When you say two years, you mean yeah. two series. Last yes. time, well, no, yeah. three, we're at three. We're okay, at three, three. series. Okay. Oh, okay. This is the third in series. the middle of the third. Last, last time yeah. I thought about the Knicks in the playoffs, John Starks was playing. So I don't know. Uh, I was like, oh, wow. Yeah, 2021, we, uh, <laughs> we made the playoffs for the first time since 2013. Uh, and uh, we got demolished by the Atlanta uh, Hawks. Uh, and that's when they went to the Eastern Conference Finals that year. Lost. That's right. Yeah. They beat Joel Embiid. So, like, you know. I, but Julius, man. But, you know, <laughs> I, I have to issue an apology, too, real quick, to R.J. Barrett. Ah, you were trashing your boy recently. I was. And, you know, as a New Yorker, sometimes you just got to be honestly blunt. Uh-huh. And sure. I think per- I'm going to personally take the credit for the leap R.J. took. He listened to what I had to say <laughs> and the rest of all the New Yorkers because I'm in a group chat uh, with a bunch of New York Knicks fans. Okay. Like, like oh, hundreds no. of them. Hundreds of them. <laughs> and, uh, oh, no. It is uh, – New York is probably one of the most toxic places on this planet. Oh, you don't say. And New York Knicks fans – are even more toxic. Oh, my God. Surprise, surprise. I'm sure, yeah. I'm sure there's a lot of love for the owner in that group, I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, don't even get me started on James <laughs> Dolan. He needs to just worry about his band and sell the team. Uh, the, you know, the New York, the Knicks stole one early in the series. Stole? And no, then they huh? got... And, you know, they got dominated for three straight games. They look like a shell of their regular season selves. If they play this game that they played, good defense, good efficiency... They're not chucking up a bunch of threes, but they're taking their threes really smart and really smart uh, positions, running actual plays. Yeah. 
Like, who does that in the NBA anymore? They're calling and running plays. Like, if the Knicks lost. can, do, if the Knicks can do that, every one of their starters had a positive plus minus. Yeah, I know I'm showing my sports dorky here, but that's a really good indicator Nerd. of a winning basketball team. They had every single starter had a positive plus minus. Every single starter shot over fifty percent. That's gonna win. That's that's winning basketball. And it's Your gonna New happen York, again. There you go. Dude, that was Nixon my next question. Seven. You Nixon beat seven. You beat me to it. You don't have a corgi. You don't have the prediction corgi calling it out for you. But you got the after seeing this Knicks team, they're gonna steal another one in Miami, bring it back to the Garden. Oh yeah, it's happening. And uh, Jimmy Butler is going home. The bubble team is not what we thought it was. Oh. Yeah. And uh, I want to give another shout-out to my boy Mitchell Robinson, who shoots, like, a 47% clip from free throws. He did his job. He made some shots for once. Shot over 50%. It's not his job. But yeah. But they hack-a-shacked it. It's sure. hack-a-mitch now. Yeah. And uh, he, he stepped up in the big moment. And secured the win for us. We wouldn't win if you didn't make those free throws. Yeah, I mean, that was their game plan towards the stretch. Is like, we're taking it out of the dude's hands and we're putting it in these losers' hands. Have you seen him shoot a free throw? It's rough. It's abysmal. Yeah. yeah. It's, he airballs. He, like, it, he looks like. Airballs? Yeah, he airballs free throws. It's bad. It's like, he'll shoot some and it just goes straight to the glass and bounces right back at him. Like, he, worse he, than Shaq. He needs to take a page from NBA legend Rick Barry. Oh, oh, oh the granny start, shot. Start granny styling it up there. Why not? I don't see why not. Yeah. I don't know why more big I, guys don't do that. Well, it's embarrassing. It's so? so? Efficiency. Yeah. Right. You're a professional athlete, multimillionaire. Who cares? Man, I'm with you. And you're guaranteed to at least get one endorsement deal. If you do the granny shot. Oh, my God. Meta, Metamucil comes calling immediately. Uh, retro. Yeah. You know. Centrum Silver? Are yeah. you kidding me? Mitchell Robinson, get a Depends. Uh, yeah. I'll, tell you, I'll take that Depends money all day. Amen. <laughs> hey, Jake, thanks for joining of us. Of course. Thanks for you're uh, gonna be You're going to be with us tomorrow at Hollow Spirits. Yes, sir. You're going to have a lot of fun with it tomorrow. Uh, I know you got to go have a rager tonight. Of course. Always. This... Responsibly and safely. Always. Just Uber. like the boys do. A lot of Uber money. Are you going to pay more on Ubers or more on drinks tonight? Oof. If I want to make the Ubers worth it, then the drinks. <laughs> <laughs> Jake, thanks for joining us more. Van Nunley and Chris Burnett. When we get back, you're listening to Two Men On, 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. Every Thursday night, once the boys are off air, the DJ's set up. I just want to point out they have chicken strips here. Yeah. Got to be way better than raising. You don't canes. even have to camp out. Yeah, you can just walk in here and get them. Mm. Multiple dipping sauces. It they looks do. like they do. Not just one loser dipping sauce no. that thinks they're better than their pretentious chicken strips, thinking they're better than everyone else. Right. Come here, and have some real ones. Yeah. With some real ones. Yeah. Agreed. DJ Clout on the ones and twos tonight. Back patio will be rocking eight to eleven thirty. Foxborough Stadium going to be rocking week one as Robert Kraft welcomes back Tom Brady. Ooh, the return. With open arms, the prodigal son returns. That's going to be a, 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 okay. Yes or no, 
are they going to boo? Oh, God, no. Yeah? He's the greatest football player in the history of the world. Of course they're not going to boo. Okay, forget your chicken strips. Uh, I'm super excited. We just got some cheese curds delivered. Oh, man. Not just any cheese curds. Fried cheese curds with multiple dipping sauces. And uh, I'll give you my analysis in the 6 o'clock hour once we get back from the next break because I guess they're steaming. I can feel the heat. I can feel the heat off these cheese curds. I'm stoked to dig into them, though. Dude, of course. It's going to be the loudest round of applause in the history of Foxborough Stadium. How can you how can you hate Tom Brady? The organization had plans to move on from Tom Brady. It's not on Tom Brady. Right. Just like Aaron Rodgers this year. Packers fans can't be mad at Aaron Rodgers. Just like Patriots fans can't be mad at Tom Brady. It's the organization that made him leave. Well, but you're talking about a fan base that makes no sense. You know, they, they hate people when they leave. They loved Nomar when Nomar left. They hated him. Johnny Damon, when Johnny Damon left, they hated him. Okay, well, he went to the Yankees. That's, nah, that's, that's true. Yeah, he, he went to the Yankees and he shaved his beard. Oh, uh, well, they made him. The Yankees made him, right? Yeah, Yankees make everybody. Mm-hmm. Mustache or nothing. The Yankee way. Which is dumb. Yeah. Let the kids have fun. Yeah. Grow out your facial hair. It's Spe- not going to make you win or lose. Especially in the playoffs. Playoff beard, man. For sure. It's a thing. It's a thing. Yeah. Now they just do playoff undies over there in New York. They don't wash their drawers. Oh, gross. <laughs> Give me a beard any day. I don't want your funk. Can't we, we were doing that segment on the, on the Knicks. I looked through there, and I'm like, I don't even think I know a single player's name. I haven't watched the Knicks in so long. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't know Julius Randle? No. Julius Randle's a dude. No, I did not. Julius Randle has a... A hip-hop song made by one of my favorite MCs okay. from New York, Marlon Kraft. Oh, Underground right. rapper Marlon Kraft. I'm Un- going to have to you know, get more acquainted with, you know. I can them. teach you all kinds of cool stuff in the hip-hop world, man. Oh, I know hip-hop world, I'll get you but... caught up. Yeah. I got, I got my ear to the streets, brother. Okay. Ear a, to the streets. I'm a pinkies out hip-hop head. It takes work. Yeah. This, these days it does, yeah. yeah. It's a lot harder to find the good hip-hop, you know. Because what you're force-fed on the radio is it's a lot of it's garbage. 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 A lot of garbage. Garbage. Big, but, yeah. Tom Brady, the legend, the GOAT, is going to be welcomed with open arms, and it's going to be the most beautiful ceremony in the history of that stadium. Is he going to cry? Well, I mean, what's the reason? He's not, it's not, are they retiring his jersey? Knowing Tom Brady, mm-hmm. he'll probably be working out a lot before week one he'll okay. probably have the skeletor face okay tom brady's patented sexy skeletor face and he'll probably be so depleted of moisture mm-hmm. from his workouts that he won't have the ability to cry but on the inside he'll be crying um so why why is he coming back just i mean to be honored right yeah. like okay, you're but... you're that's kind of what you do with ex-players he officially retired you know he's going to be a unanimous first ballot hall of famer he's going to get his jersey up in the rafters in foxborough mm-hmm. probably the same treatment in tampa bay because he got them a a trophy but like you have to treat the goat like that yeah you have to honor him in every way possible 
How... You, have, you have Tom Brady Day. You have the jersey retired in the rafters. You have, you name the street that pulls up to the stadium. Tom Brady Way. Tom Brady Way. Tom Brady Boulevard. Whatever. So, so how homeless is Bill Belichick going to look at the game? A lot. A, a scale of one to ten. A, a lot. A yeah, lot. A lot. Like Nine. A, a six and a half would be the over-under. I'm betting the over easy. Okay. Will Bill Belichick crack a smile? God, that's that, a good bet. That, that's a hard one. That's right? a yeah. really good bet. Yeah. I mean, these are all tough. You know, these are all real questions. You I'm know? excited for his, like, press conference. Yeah. Oh yeah, I mean yeah, Tom, uh, Tom, Tom, Tom played here. Uh, yeah, Tom yeah. played here for a long time. He, the mumbler. Tom, Tom won a lot of games. Tom won a lot of games for the Patriots organization. He's a he's a he's a good quarterback. He, oh, had, a lot of, had a lot of good times here. <laughs> and it's funny because like so many times when uh, when Tom Brady was playing there, people were like, "Well, he's not a great quarterback. He's in just a great system." And then he leaves, and what does he do right away? Wins a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Not only a Super Bowl, but he wins it with a, with a a city that is not really known for winning Super Bowl. I mean, they had won one before. Sure. But, you know. And then what have the Patriots done since? Not won any Super Bowls. So, interesting. It's very interesting. I think now that he agreed to come back week one and be honored, it's going to be the whole kit and caboodle, the whole big to-do, the whole ceremony. They're going to retire his jersey. Yeah. They're going to announce Tom Brady Day. They're going to do the whole thing. Uh, what if he just? What if like you, you, you? They they planned all that, and they told you all that, and then all of a sudden, beginning of the game, they go, you know, the team comes out of the thing, and then, you know, the music hits, and he comes out, and he's in uniform, and he's yeah. back with the team. <laughs> you know. Tom Brady unretires. <laughs> Mac Jones in shambles. Yeah, unretires. He's back. That would be, uh, you know, he fun. farved us again. I mean, it's not going to happen, but I would just love to see that once. <laughs> just out of nowhere, they're like, oh, my God, he's in uniform. Who would have thought? Of course, that would have leaked. That would leak way before, right? You can't keep anything like that. And, again, now that we, we know that Tom Brady hates his family, <laughs> he hates his wife and kids, Ru- ruined all the relationships in his life just to play football. Right. Why did he even retire? Yeah. He was still good at football. Right. You had to stay one more year yeah. against the will <laughs> yeah. of your family. Like, why couldn't you, you ruined your family to play football for one more year. Why not keep going with it? Well, to be fair. Um, to be fair. He probably told his wife, well, this is it. This is my last season. And she's probably heard that every year. Exactly. And she's like, all right. I'm not playing this game again. No thanks. I'm out. That's what I think. Two hours in the books. Having a lot of fun with it down here at Red Door Brewing. Going to be here all the way up until 7. The friends of the show are hanging out. Going to be some more coming down here shortly. Uh, Don't forget about the DJ action going on on the patio at 8 o'clock. DJ Clout on the ones and twos. Going to be having a lot of fun on the back patio. Uh, best people watching in the city on the front patio. Uh, we got a pretty good view right here, but oh, the yeah. weather's even nicer outside. The wind's calming down. My car's here. Beautiful evening. Your your car is here, and it hasn't gone anywhere. No, my the limo that just pulled up. Oh, that one. Yeah. When we get back, 
how long would it take for you to off yourself if you had hiccups for a year? Oh. Day one? No. We'll discuss that when we get back. Two men on 95.9 FM AM 610, the sports animal. Things are getting sexy here down at I know. Red Door Brewing. What's up with that, right? And it's not just beer down here, by the way. Right. Full bar, cocktails. Mm. I'm having a ranch water. Mm, there's some dart throwing going on. Yeah, throwing some darts. Hockey down. playoffs are on the television. There's a dog. There's a dog. Chicken strips. Yeah, way better than Raising Cane's. Sebastian Bach is on TV. No, wait. Yeah, that's the Sebastian Bach episode of Trailer Park Boys. Right. Pretty classic episode. Yeah. Also, some Stanley Cup hockey, some NBA basketball going on down here. Uh, and uh, some fellowship. 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 Cheese curds. A lot of handshakes, a lot of hugs. You beat me to the grand finale. Oh, sorry, man. And cheese curds. Ugh. Oh, my God. These are amazing. Right? The breading on them, mm. it's like a, a crumbly breading. It's not like yeah. smooth. I like it. Yeah, it's like crumbly. It's got and, texture. And I'm more usually the smooth breading you're, guy. You're a smooth breading guy? But I like this a lot. Not in this situation. No friggin' thank you. Give me all this you got. Multi- Absolutely, yeah. Multiple dipping sauces. Yeah. Loving regulars. Oh, yeah. People are strolling in. People are starting to come in after that, you know, that long day of work. Oh, yeah. To pound a couple. Yeah, I, I usually need that as well. It's, a, it's, it's one of those places downtown you could just stroll in and everybody's so welcoming. Like you said, the fellowship. People are like, hey, you know, super nice everywhere. What's not super nice is hiccups. Ugh. Are you a hiccups guy? I hate them. You get them pretty regularly. No. When they when they grab me when a when a hiccup gets me out of nowhere, it ruins my life. It's terrible. It's kind of like getting sick. Like I never get sick, but when I get sick, I am sick. The most pathetic human being you could possibly imagine in the history of the planet. Same thing with hiccups. Ugh. How do you uh, how do you cure them? What's your go-to? I usually try to chug a bunch of water. Okay. I try to beat the hiccup to the next hiccup. Oh, okay. It's kind of like a, a hiccup confusion method. Yeah. The hiccup doesn't know when it can hiccup, so it just stops. I've seen some crazy, you know, like for me, I try to just, you know, calm my, like meditate a little and kind of calm my body down. Uh, but I've seen people where someone will come up and take both their thumbs and put it on each side of your nose and press on your sinuses. Somebody else has to do that, or you can do that? somebody else. I've seen uh, where if you grab someone, like no one, not many people can do this to me because I'm a big big boy, but I've seen where people will take someone and and, and flip them upside down. I've seen that too. And it fixes it? I don't know. Also, uh, it's not safe to do... But you can just punch somebody in the diaphragm, <laughs> and it and it re uh, not that diaphragm. Punch you just punch in the diaphragm, a little yeah. muscle, yeah, and uh, where your mig your rib cage meets, right? Yeah, and that'll reset your breathing, and kick hopefully, me. And hopefully reset just your hiccups me. too. Man, why why are you talking about all these hiccups? I'll tell you why. Okay, excellent question, yeah. Chris. All right, 
A lot of journalistic integrity you got going right now. I'm like, what's uh, what's the rub here, man? Are we getting hiccups today? Multi-sport legend Bo Jackson. Oh, love that guy. One of the best to ever do it. Uh, are you talking about sports or sports marketing? All of them. Yeah. The best to ever do it has had hiccups. That's not nice. No. Just like we said, nobody likes hiccups. No. Bo Jackson has had hiccups for a year. Why does he always have to do things like elevated over everyone else? You know? <laughs> Come on, Bo. Bo, Bo knows, knows hiccups. Yeah. Like, but you do it, but Bo does it better. Hiccups. Oh, yeah? You've had hiccups for a week? He's had Try a, a year, you loser. Bo no. Jackson has had hiccups for a year. How on earth can they not stop that? Uh, no one's hold him, held him upside down. Right. He's too, like, stout and muscly. No one can pick him up and I hold mean, him upside down. Is there no one from Cincinnati that can do it? Ha. Oh. Ha. Oh. That was rough. That was rough. Yeah, it was. That was. It was rough. That was rough. It was rough. Yeah. So he's had, Bo Jackson has had hiccups for over a year. One of the best 30 for 30s I've ever seen is that. Bo Jackson's hiccups. No, I wish. (laughs) You know what? They should do a new one. There's going to be another one. An addendum. Bo Jackson is the best running back in the history of NFL. He's the best outfielder in the history of baseball. He's the best archer in the history of the Olympics. And now he's the best hiccupper. In the history of the did world. He, did he do archery in the Olympics? No. Oh. He's like a professional archer. Yeah, I, I knew like that. Like goes to tournaments. Yeah. Like, he's a bad dude. Yeah. Like he's, okay. He's one of those guys that he's just like, you know what? I'm going to do this and then does it. And then does it like he's talented at everything right away. I mean, I don't know how, he, like, you know, he could just be like, I'm going to become an accountant and be as good at taxes right away. But like he's everything that athletic wise that that guy wants to do, he can it's unbelievable. So he is having a surgery. A surgery. A surgery to reset his lungs and diaphragm Whoa. to cure his hiccups. That's crazy to me. Like, oh, I, like there, Okay, and here's what you got to understand. Before they came to this conclusion, there had to have been a lot of other steps. Right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, well, I mean, you know, you start off with water. Yeah, you, you, chug, you chug water. Yeah. There, you know, he's, he probably did that for a couple weeks, but then, you know, then, then there's all these steps in between, and then now we're at surgery. So I, this would drive me absolutely insane. Yeah. Not only is this a credit to Bo Jackson being better than everyone at everything, this is a credit to his mental health. How do you sleep? Exactly. Wow. You know how much sleep he'd have to lose? A lot. How many public events that he couldn't go to mm-hmm. because he's perpetually hiccuping? I am, I am two billion thread count sheet soft, Chris. <laughs> I would have, I would have offed myself. Soft, soft. Oh, wicked soft. I would have offed myself so long ago, oh, man. If I had hiccups that wouldn't go away. Well, the question is, what if the surgery doesn't do anything? Okay, Oof. today's I-9 Varsity. We'll do this right when we get back. Okay. We're coming in hot. Oh. Uh, today's I-9 Varsity is the varsity of unwanted bodily functions. <laughs> this is going to get gross, Albuquerque. Yeah. This is going to get real gross when we get back from the break. Unwanted bodily functions gross. is what we're doing 
on today's I-9 Varsity. I would go absolutely insane if anything happens to me that I don't want mm. for more than 24 hours. I go insane. Yeah, it's terrible. I mean, yeah, I'll, I'll wait till we do the I-9. <laughs> yes, please don't don't jump the gun yet. Yeah. We'll do it. We'll do it when we get it back. Would, it would be one of those things. I mean, how long do you think you could last? You said a day. A day. You think, so I don't think I've I don't think I've ever had hiccups for more than let's call it an hour. And in real, okay. I mean, in my head, it was an hour. In real life, it was probably 15, 20 minutes where it drove me absolutely bonkers. But over an hour, yeah, I couldn't handle it. It's tough. Like, you just, you just do that thing where you're like, okay, I'm dealing with this. Yeah. And then you're like, you know, doing a handstand or yeah, holding I try your to breath. Yeah, or... try to do like, like the Heimlich maneuver on myself. Like, try to just punch myself in oh, the wow. stomach to like reset my diaphragm yeah i like ask one of my friends in boxing or mma like hey body slam me on this table <laughs> i need to reset my diaphragm or my lungs somehow <laughs> i like how you you talk about guys that are going to punch you and you're like body slam me yeah let's go because <laughs> i i could punch hard enough to reset my diaphragm if i can't do it let's get one of the wrestling or the mma homies right. here and really go for it I mean, there's got to be some sort of medical precedent where, you know, someone's had, like, hiccups for, like, 50 years or something. No. No one has done that. No. Because they've offed themselves. Probably true. There's no way. Let's see. Longest hiccups. That's an excellent question. WebMD, WebMD says they have a, a short list of how to get rid of the hiccups. Number one. Mm-hmm is hold your breath yeah. and swallow three times. So That sounds weird. I'm going to try it right now on air. You tell me the longest hiccup. The longest hiccups, Charles Osborne, from December 14th, 1892 to May of 1991, 68 years. Oh, he had them from, I'm sorry, 1922 to February of 1990. 68 years. Hiccups. 68 years? Yeah. And he's... But he's in the Guinness World Record And now, he didn't so. off himself. He uh, congratulations, an, Charles. An estimated 430 million hiccups. By the way, if you're driving around right now and you tried to hold your breath and swallow three times, mm-hmm. it is way more difficult than it sounds when I read it. Oh. Also, be careful when you're out there driving. Yeah. We've gotten complaints directly to our program manager that we make you laugh too much, oh. and it's a danger when you're driving. So hands okay 10 and 2 yeah focus on the wheel boys we'll tone it down we'll tone it down for you guys Sorry method number 2 okay breathe into a paper bag but stop before you get lightheaded i don't understand the paper bag part of it what's that do i think it recycles it puts more carbon dioxide in your system as opposed to oh, oxygen okay that's fair yeah it changes your blood levels for some reason uh, i'm know. making all this up by the way None of this is real science. B.S. Breathe into a paper bag, but stop before you get lightheaded. Okay, three is my method. Number yeah. three is what I do. Drink a glass of water. Keep drinking water until that next hip- hiccup comes, and you stop him in his tracks. That's my favorite. I've had success with that method. In what the about past. scaring somebody? Okay, now this... This is how do I get rid of the hiccups. Okay. So unless you get, like, some STD results, it's hard to scare yourself. Uh, that's true. Oh, yeah. oh, I So you need you. another 
need another participant gotcha. to get scared and scare the hiccups away. Yeah. Swallow a teaspoon of sugar. That one's an interesting one. This one seems like BS. You nice know try, big sugar. Do you, yeah. Do you remember when there was that whole like challenge thing of like eating a teaspoon of cinnamon? Yeah. What if you yeah. tried that? And you're just like so like messed up from trying to eat the cinnamon, you no longer have the hiccups. Yeah, by inhaling cinnamon, <laughs> yeah. by aspirating cinnamon yeah. into your lungs, oh. you get rid of the hiccups. Yeah. But also now you have pneumonia. I'm going to say try it. Okay. <laughs> Number five, this sounds fantastic. Pull on your tongue. Okay. First off, don't do any of this in public. All right. I'm thinking about doing all these right now in would, front of a you. small studio guest audience. And pulling on the tongue is the weirdest one. That is a weird one. I mean, the sugar's pretty. I've never heard that one. A teaspoon of sugar? What can that possibly do? Oh, a spoonful of sugar helps the medicine go down. Yeah. All okay. Right. Thank you, Mary Poppins. <laughs> Are you, is Mary Poppins just trying to get rid of the world's hiccups? I think so. Okay. I always like wondered, like as a kid, I was just, I always like it always shocked me when I got hiccups. Because if you watch cartoons, when do people get hiccups? When they drink. Okay. When they're yeah. drunk. Yeah. So I was like, as a kid, I was like, uh-oh. I'm like, yeah, I have hiccups. So, you know. This is going to happen all the time when I'm an adult and I'm drinking. No. Yeah. Still it, rare. Yeah, it never happens. Number six, gargle with water. Okay, that one's dumb. I don't believe that I don't one. believe that one either. Yeah. That's a nice right. one. Thanks, WebMD. Boo. Not the greatest work on your part. Interesting. Also, by WebMD, hiccups are the number one cause of cancer. And you know, it, what? Yeah. No, no. That's not true. Right, I was gonna say it's WebMD. Now, here's the funny one. Poor. What would you? What would you be more upset about if you're if you're Bo Jackson? The hiccups, or for every person that was like, you know what you should do? Yes. <laughs> you know, you everywhere should, you go. You know what you should try? My my aunt used to do exactly. This. <laughs> yeah. My and, grandma said, yeah. swallow a teaspoon of sugar. <laughs> yeah. Cures it every time. You know what I think will cure this? Hiccups? Malort. Oh, okay. That's your excuse for everything, Chris. <laughs> it cures it all. Nice try, by the way. Let's get a shot of Malort. Get a shot of Malort. Break. You know what a, a good cure for the hiccups is? Cheese curds. Cheese curds. And we're going to have some of those during the commercial break. When we get back, mm. today's I-9 Varsity. The Varsity of Unwanted Bodily Functions. You're welcome, Albuquerque. You're listening to Two Men On, 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. Welcome back, Duke City. The boys are still at Red Door downtown. Let's go. Right on Central Avenue, downtown, in between 5th and 6th. The two best patios in the Duke City. Good food, good drinks. Uh, I love that we milked these cheese curds for one more segment. Ba-dum, ba-dum. We got one more bite apiece. Yeah. We're both gentlemen. We're both sitting here like, all right, you Which can have one? one, I can have one. Uh-huh. Which one should it be? Uh-huh. We got some nibbles. Every These are fantastic. I like how we wiped them out, though. Oh, yeah. We, we made that our expletive deleted. Yeah. They're so good. Hey, what do you like to do on Sunday, Chris? Let me answer that for you. Go to an all-day brunch right here at Red Door. 
Yeah. You go out, you have a couple too many on Saturday, or maybe you didn't go out and have a couple too many, and you just want to have a nice brunch. You don't have to worry about those tiny windows, 10 to 12, 11 to 1, because it is all-day brunch all here day. at Red Door. Noon till 10.30 at night? I don't know if they still have this. I could this. get eggs at 10.27? I'm Are you that. kidding me? I miss the good old days this of, like, sweet. getting late-night breakfast. Do they still have the chimichangas here? Excellent question. We need to have the chef on yeah. sometime when we're here. I don't have the menu memorized yeah. yet. You know, everything I, I've had is fantastic. You know what I did one time? They did. Ha- they had brunch. They had chimichangas. I brought my own uh, allsup sauce. Oh, what a dude! <laughs> By the way, if the lovely people at allsups are listening, five zero five two four six zero six ten. Yeah, I gave your corporate office and Alamogordo an email try to get you to be part of the program crickets no that's crickets. terrible we're big allsups people here on the big, program yeah i grew up uh two blocks over from the family you know how like you call a uh, copy machine xeroxes yeah you call tissue paper kleenex yes i do i call any soda a tulsip oh, okay anything Smart. anytime somebody's holding a cup yeah. with the straw it's like what's in the tulsip pal I have a friend who moved here from Philly like a couple of years ago, and uh, someone introduced him to the burritos, and he is addicted. You should be able to yeah. get them frozen and order them anywhere in the world. Should, yeah. Because you know I'm a pinkies out foodie. I like me a nice meal. Yeah. I like a, a well-made, well-crafted, nice ingredients, a great meal. Mm-hmm. But also, I like me a Allsup's burrito. Drunk or sober? At, oh, only drunk. <laughs> let's be let's be real here. Come on, there's better burrito places when you're sober, Chris. Yeah. Let's keep it real here, my dude. It's gonna be crazy. Crazy. Today's I nine varsity. Get ready for this one. Strap in, Duke City. Today's I nine varsity is the varsity of unwanted bodily functions. Okay, this is gonna get weird real fast. Okay. In honor of Bo Jackson having hiccups for a year. Yeah. See, what we do on the I-9 Varsity, if you're not familiar, we pick a random topic throughout the program, and then we do our own varsity. What the varsity is, it's our, it's our top five, it's our Rushmore, it's our, it's our totem pole. It's whatever we want it to be. It could be the best of, it could be the worst of, it could be the ball's in your court. Right. Do whatever you want. Right. And in honor of Bo Jackson having hiccups for a year. Today's I-9 varsity is a varsity of unwanted bodily functions. Speaking of I-9, I-9sports.com, league office, 280. You want your kid to participate in some sports, learn some sports with great coaches and great kids in a safe environment. That's the spot. Email league office, 280 at I-9sports.com. Phone number is 505-312-4999. You want to go first? You want me to go first? You can go first. I don't care. This is going to get progressively grosser. Okay. The fourth sneeze. Oh, that's a tough one, man. I'm a three. I'm a three sneezer. I'm a three sneeze guy. I'm usually a two sneeze guy. Yeah. Sometimes that third one, you got to clear it out. You got to clear. If it I out. got that fourth sneeze, 
Yeah. I think my brain's going to explode, okay. and I'm going straight to the friggin' hospital. The fourth sneeze is so scary to me. Yeah. I think something's wrong. I think I'm about to, I'm about to be the Bo Jackson of sneezing if I hit that fourth sneeze. Right. It's terrible. It's a terrible thing. First on my I-9 varsity like, come on. of unwanted bodily function is the fourth sneeze. What you uh, got, Chris? My, my big one is uh, the dry heaves. Oh, it's no. Like, it's like running your car oh. to, like running, running your car to gas, your fuel pump's dry. If I'm going to throw up, man, I need some liquid. Just get and, it over with. Yeah, I need some liquid. Now, yeah, and, and it's just the worst. It is the worst. Hate the dry heaves. The dry heaves is bad. It's totally the worst. They're hilarious. They are funny when you're not. It's not if you. If it's not you yeah. and you see a dry heave in the wild, yeah. oh, nothing's funnier. Ugh. Nothing yeah. is funnier. Oof. It's just terrible. But when it happens to you, that's... It's bad. It's th- some of the worst things that could ever happen. Yeah. Uh, you know. Next terrible. on my I-9 varsity of unwanted bodily functions. And this usually happens when you're sick. You're yeah. like on the cusp of being sick. Uh, but you're not quite sick yet, but you know something's coming. Maybe your tum-tum hurts a little mm-hmm. bit. Mm-hmm. You got a little pressure on the tum-tum. I'm talking about the walking toots. Oh, boy. Each step you take, you got a little tootie boy. Yeah. You're playing that little toot flute mm-hmm. a little bit. You got those, not like a big fart where you let it all out and feel it's better. just a little one. Just a little leaky boys yeah. come out. You're worried. It gets you real worried. Are sure. these going to go away or not? Right. Do I, I, how, how will I ever stop this? Yeah. Do I got to cork it? I don't know. Do I should I put in a man pawn? <laughs> By the way, uh, if you're out there, you got a hurt tum tum. You're playing the toot flute. You got the walking toots. Friends yeah. of the show, you might want to put in a man pawn. You never me. heard of a man pawn? I have. So what you do is yeah. you get an extra long piece of toilet paper and you fold it and fold it and fold it and mm-hmm. fold it, and then you cover your bh with it. Yeah, yeah. It's the man pawn because uh, you know I, the reason why. Is because where I'm going. Okay. Diarrhea. Oh, no. Not yeah. the big dog. Ugh. When you're like, you're like, you know, when you're in public and you're like, you know what, I'm going to let this one squeak out. And then, you know, you start to let it. And then you go, oh, boy, that was not, uh, that's not what that's I thought scary. it was going to be. That's scary. It's not what I thought it was going to be. I get a little wet one. Mm, yep. And then, you know, you know, you know, you don't know. You're like, uh-oh. I shouldn't have ate those cheese curds. Uh, oh, God, don't say that. <laughs> These nah. cheese curds are perfect in every I, way. I don't tolerate lactose. Don't you put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. Yeah. Yep, diarrhea, man. It's oof, the fact of life that everyone has to deal with. It's just. And you know what, though? The, the best excuse for anything, though. How come you didn't come to my birthday? Oh, oh man. man. Diarrhea. And everybody goes, oh. and everybody goes. Okay, yeah, yeah. You didn't I have to that. say that. You could have just said sick, Chris. Yeah. That's the that's that's when you get to use the word home base. You're all I just needed to stay near home base for the evening, you know, just in case, you know. So when when you have mud butt, mm. is it like a morning drinking thing or is it only like when you're sick? Uh-huh. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes. Cool. And it can't even be it, it could be more than that too. It's just like you shouldn't eat uh, you know, blank, <laughs> you know. Shouldn't have done that. Way to go. Usually, it's when, whenever my frosty machine is broken, it's usually <laughs> food poisoning. Like oh. Almost exclusively food poisoning. No, I mean, it's like, it's like, hey, you shouldn't have had uh, steak or water or, you know, air. 
You had some bad air today. You had some bad air. And, uh, Here's yeah. some dripping squirts for yeah. you. And you should stay near the bathroom. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> I'm sure the lovely people at I-9 Sports are big fans of this varsity today. <laughs> right. They're like, we're never sharing this on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. No. No, 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 no. All right. You, you went there, so I'm going to go there. Okay. Next on my I-9 varsity of unwanted bodily functions. And this has only happened to me once in my entire life. Okay. And I hope it never happens again. The puke shart. Oh, boy. Yeah. That's a double ender. That's, right wh- that's where you just, yeah. you know, if, if, you know you, instead of winning the lottery, you're just, you find that bathroom where you can sit on the toilet and lean over a sink at the same time. You it's have just, to. It's just a small little little bathroom, and it's perfect for that situation. Sure. I, I, I'm not going to elaborate too much, Oof. but I've been a victim one time, and the yeah. method was hanging my cheeks mm. over the tub boy, and then leaning uh, my other cheeks on the edge of the the rim of the toilet, boy. That, okay, that's the that's the other situation that can happen. There's a there's a lot of stuff like a Ooh. lot of like a lot of dysentery, a lot of like stomach issues. Yeah, of you, course, wouldn't, you wouldn't have made go, it. We're going some some way deeper, darker Oregon Trail. I was gonna say you wouldn't have made it yeah. across the country in a wagon. No, no, no way. I would not have lasted. I'm so super soft again, okay. again. Like I am, I am a down stuffed pillow floating in space that's how soft i am i think i would take okay so everything that we've said so far i would take over what i'm about to say oh here we go allergies just allergies dumb with them man oh no did you know there was an article and i I don't know who wrote it but that albuquerque was named one of the worst cities to live in for allergies allergies are for me are almost crippling. It's getting so bad that I, I, you know, I'll take the diarrhea over the allergies now. I'll okay. Take, I'll take the dry heaves. Well, let's let's quantify this yeah. a little bit. How long do your allergies last? I've had them since, uh, let's see, uh, mid-April <laughs> every day. Okay, so you're working on three weeks. Oh, God. You got the cough. You get the sniffles. You get the itches. Like, what? what is it? I get the sniffles. I get the, I wake up. And it feels like someone is pressing on my face. Oh, that's not good. No. The congestion is worse. Yeah, the, the sinus, like the, you know, it'll get so bad at some point. This year I have done a steady diet of daily Zyrtec and a Flonase to attack it. And it hasn't been as bad, but it usually gets so bad that I have to do the one thing that People with allergies cringe when you say, and that's the neti pot. Oh, no. Oh, that's where you. How pull. European of you. Oh, it's so gross. It is one of the grossest things you can do. Yeah, it seems gross. I've you, never done one. It, it's like you're, you're, you're trying to drown yourself. You're pouring hot, salty water through your nasal passage, through one nostril, and then it drips out the other. <laughs> Just gross. This is one of my favorite varsities in a yeah. long time. There you go. quite some time. Okay, so you've had three weeks running allergies. Mm-hmm. Oh, easily. How much diarrhea would you trade for three weeks of allergies? <laughs> What's your no- Okay, three weeks is your allergy number. 
What's your diarrhea number? I'll take. I'll do a full week. A week of diarrhea. Yeah. A week. A week of diarrhea. Yeah. You trade that for, for three weeks of for, allergies. For none allergies. Yeah. If they were like Chris, for one week of the year, you're going to have diarrhea, but you won't have any allergies. And are we talking about you're in public the whole time, or just like work from oh, home? Oh, dude, that I'd have to. Yeah, I'd have to take that week off. But see, <laughs> you have to understand allergies. Allergies are spring and fall. Oh no, you got two sets yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. this is horrible. I'm mm-hmm. so sorry for you. Worst, yeah. What a I nine varsity today. My cleanup hitter. I'm gonna hit it real quick because we we elaborated way too much mm-hmm. on this. Our our lovely listeners, the friends of the show, don't need another one. But I'm going with uh, the post jiggle pea squirt. Okay. Uh, you, you you get the. I just started getting this probably like a year or two years. Like, I think I'm done peeing, and there's like, hey, hold on, one more squirt, buddy. <laughs> the khaki pants are a little little wet. Yeah. They're like, hey, what's yeah. this What's this little, oh, oh no, man. come on. Dang it. I was done. Nope. No, you're not. When we get back, more sports and sports-adjacent <laughs> content. You're listening to Two Men On, probably still. They'll never 95. let me back 9 on. 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. Welcome back, Duke City. Ten short minutes away from Voice of the Isotopes, Josh Sushan joining us. What a dude. I, f- I feel so blessed Yeah. during Isotopes baseball season that yeah. I get the wisdom and talent and experience of one Josh Sushan on this program almost every day, every week. That's awesome. It's like a gift. And they, I saw what was it, on the Cinco de Mayo they had like the third highest attendance at uh, Isop's Park, that's pretty amazing. Or at the lab? Yeah, uh, Cinco de Mayo was the sixth highest of all time. Okay, I thought it was third. The Albuquerque Isotopes beat, I think, don't quote me, three Major League Baseball teams wow. on Cinco de Mayo. Wow. Outdrew three Major League Baseball teams on Cinco de Mayo. That is huge. That's amazing. With a shot to get to the Eastern conference final Philadelphia 76ers up 3-2 but they're down seven points at home to the Celtics at halftime crazy half coming up uh James Harden's ice cold James Harden James Harden 0 for 4 from three point James Harden has not been to the free throw line yet oh yeah that's his that's his bread and butter right there Duke City Championship Wrestling is coming, baby. Hootie hoo. Love it. End of this month. Mm-hmm. May 25th. Right down the street. Right down the street. It's just right there. Yes. It's just right there. Yes. Duke City Championship Wrestling at El Rey Theater. Super stoked. Headliner, our dude, your favorite, the legend. Hobo Hank. Fighting out of the alleyway behind the frontier. <laughs> Hobo Hank. Dude, I'm so stoked for this, man. Oh, totally. How many, how many matches total is it going to be? I think there's going to be like around eight or nine. Eight I or think, nine yeah. total? I'm not, because I, I just, I, I, I kind of got, so I'm part of this, this, this group that's bringing wrestling back to Albuquerque, to yeah. Delray. With and co-host of Two Men On, Fred I, Slow. I, absolutely. Yeah. And, uh. I was talking to the booker, and uh, it's not for sure yet exactly how many. 
because we may add a couple more, you know, preliminary matches. We'll see. Doors are at 6. The show is at 7.30, May 25th. Tickets are now for sale. It is live. Today? Yes. Today? Yes. Where do you get your tickets? Uh, DukeCityChampionshipWrestling.com. You can uh, add us on Instagram. You can add us on Twitter. And there's a link in our, in our bio on both. Uh, DukeCityChampionshipWrestling.com. You know, I've said it up and down on this show. Not a wrestling guy. Nope. Fred Slow, he's the wrestling guy. Chris Burnett, he's the wrestling guy. But the spectacle. Yeah. The vibe, the energy of live wrestling is phenomenal. We all went to WrestleMania. We did. And that is an amazing event. <laughs> and, and you may want to go there too someday. But in the meantime. In the meantime, El Rey Theater. Yeah. Duke City Championship Wrestling going down. It's going to be crazy. It's going to be fun. It's going to look great. The venue is great. Um, everybody who's involved really has a passion for wrestling, uh, wants to put on a good show. We're trying to make this a monthly thing. Come out, buy your tickets, uh, DukeCityChampionshipWrestling.com. Click on the ticket link, buy your tickets. It's going to be a blast. There's going to be, able, there's going to be seats. So the ring will be next to the stage. Okay. Yeah, right. Right. There's going to be seats up on the stage, so you will be able to sit up there right by the ring. Eye level. You're going to be ring level. Ring level. You don't have to sit down on the ground like nope. some loser. <laughs> like some, you and, could be the king of the castle, yeah. king of the castle. Look yep. at me next to the ring. And if you're over the age of 21, you can have some uh, oat sodas if you'd like while Ooh. you're watching wrestling. I've been to a lot of wrestling in Albuquerque, <laughs> and very rarely is that a thing. So that's going to be amazing. I'm super excited about it. I'm super excited for you guys. I'm super excited to be there. I'm super excited for Albuquerque. Like there's, getting, there's so much buzz about professional wrestling being back in Albuquerque. Yeah. Local, indie. You know, buy local. Go to local wrestling. And the legend, yeah. Hobo Hank. Yeah. He is such a dude. He is such a dude. Been there, done that. Yeah. Hobo Hank. A lot of up-and-comers, too. Like, when I tell people that, you know, Duke City Championship Wrestling is here and professional wrestling is back in Albuquerque, I get a lot of people that are saying, like, I want to be part of it. Yeah. Not just, I can't wait to go see it. I want to be part of it. Like, there's such a passion for professional wrestling here in Albuquerque that I didn't know existed. And, and there's locals. I mean, Johnny Thunder's going to be there. Mosh Pit Mike, both locals. Yeah. You know, Mosh Pit Mike, he, he's been uh, around. He's a legend. Yeah. He was a bodyguard for the Insane Clown Posse for a while. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Didn't expect that. Oh, yeah. Totally. I mean, it's exciting. It's like I, I am excited to be a part of it. So I'm excited for Albuquerque. I'm excited for El Rey Theater. I'm excited for all wrestling fans. And when we get back, Voice of the Isotopes, Josh Sushan joins us talking a little topi baseball boyos out here. They're out in Vegas. Oh, man. They're no like, one's been arrested yet. They're, 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 they're checking out Vegas before the Super Bowl to see if it's a viable city. <laughs> totally. <laughs> I think it'll be fine. They're all, this, this uh, Las Vegas might work. When we get back, the Sush. 
You're listening to Two Men On, 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. Boys are at Red Door Brewing downtown in between 5th and 6th Street on Central all day today. We're going to be here every other Thursday. That's awesome. I feel spoiled. I feel like yeah. I'm, I'm, the luckiest, I'm the luckiest little boy on Christmas morning. You're going to have to get these cheese curds every time now, huh? I just got strong with Evolve Strong Fitness, and you know I start my days at the YMCA. I'm about to ruin all of that with cheese curds. <laughs> yeah, they're all, yeah, I'll need some cheese curds. How much do you need? I need all the cheese I'll curds. All of got. them. How much, them all. how much you got? Just unload it. The case, I guess. <laughs> all right, we're not talking baseball at all this segment, Josh Sushan, voice of the isotopes. What have you been eating in Vegas? Okay, so I know you guys have been kind of rolling your eyes when I say that I just go back to my room after the game in Las Vegas and don't do anything. So I thought about you, like, all right, you know, I need to live a little. You know, so after last night's game, I decided to go a little bit wild, and instead of going straight to bed, I got a bowl of ramen. It was really good inside the casino. It was great. Oh. Nice ramen. Okay, now hold on. Let's let's specify here. Let's clarify here. You got a proper... Going out into the city, bowl of Japanese ramen, not microwave ramen, right? Correct. Yes, it was very expensive. Yes, it was do- definitely not a dollar ninety nine. <laughs> significantly more expensive than a dollar ninety nine, but significantly delicious. Oh yeah, we talking like meatball ramen? We talking like rare steak ramen? What, what, what was the? Yes, yeah, what did you, you get? Yeah, there, there was some chicken in there, and then on, like, the side, they had, like, some dumplings, and, yeah, it was, the broth was good, it was, it was solid, mm. happy, happy man. Nice little, nice little bone broth? Yeah. Slow-cooked oh, yeah. bone broth, maybe? Whoa. Oh, yeah, yeah. What, uh, what hotel are they, what, ho- what hotel do they have you up in? We are at the fabulous Red Rock Casino Resort right across the street from the ballpark. It's incredible. So relaxing. Oh. Awesome. Oh, how convenient. Well, usually when, when I'm out of town, and, and, I, and I'm Josh, when I'm out of town and uh, I'm on the program, I usually don't disclose my location <laughs> because I have so many insane fans. I'm sorry, you're you're going to be in Vegas all the way through Sunday. We might have just ruined your weekend because you're going to get bum rushed at the Red Rock Hotel and Casino by all these crazy sushanites. I definitely do not have to worry about that. That that is a Van Nunley problem. That is not a problem for me. <laughs> Who's on the bump tonight, Sush? Jeff Criswell is starting for the Isotopes, and he was with the A's last year. Finished the season at Las Vegas, so I feel like it's an interesting start for him. Is going to be facing a lot of his buddies, and um, bullpen day for Las Vegas. I want to make sure that you guys saw this or heard about this last night. Nolan Jones threw out another guy at home, and the stat cast. Numbers had his throw from right field to home plate on the fly at 100.6 miles an hour. Wow. <laughs> Holy cow. I posted a video How much longer on Twitter, is this guy? 100.6 miles per hour from right field to home plate on the fly. That's Bo Jackson number right what, there. What can't he do? He can't be an isotope for much longer, right? Well, there's no place for him to play. I mean, Chris, he's not going to take Chris Bryant's place on right. They love Brenton Doyle in center, and Jones is not a 
center fielder anyways. And so, and then, you know, left they have Gritchick. You still got Charlie Blackman. And who else am I forgetting in the play? Oh, and then Yerkson Profar has been one of their hottest hitters. So you don't want Jones to go up and sit on the bench. You want him to keep playing and be ready to go in case they need him. Well, he could he could play anywhere except for pitcher and catcher. <laughs> put him in the infield. I wouldn't put him at shortstop, but he, <laughs> but I'd put him at third or third. <laughs> no. Yeah, I mean he's playing four positions for us for a reason, so he's ready for any of those positions. In my mind, last night sealed it. Right field is his best position. That's the position that he needs to to focus his primary efforts on because he's got the speed to cover ground, and then that arm is unbelievable. So. I, I hope that he continues to get most of his playing time in the right because I think that's his long-term hope. So you're telling, what, what I'm hearing right now is you're telling the Burcanos don't miss out on Nolan Jones while he's here playing for Albuquerque because he won't be here much longer. Yes, absolutely. I mean, the dude hit a ball in the ninth inning that was 111 miles per hour off the bat. Now, it was an out because it was hit right at the right fielder. But still, he hit a ball 111 miles an hour, and he threw a ball 101 miles an hour in the same game. Uh, That's uh, some Shohei stuff. Too bad he doesn't pitch, too. Josh, who's on the pregame? Chad Smith, former isotope, now of Las Vegas. Talked to him about facing his former teammates last night. Oh, wow. Josh, you're the best in the business. You're crushing it out there in Vegas. Treat yourself to a nice dinner tonight, would you? Treat yourself. Let me see what the press box has got for me. <laughs> okay. Uh, shout out. Thanks to young Jakey boy, Jake Cassio, for joining us. Thank you so much. Host of 10 Drink Minimum Podcast, Albuquerque's number one podcast. Where can the friends of the show find you? Uh, anywhere. Uh, my name is Chris Burnett. Uh, you can find my podcast anywhere you find podcasts. Uh, and we have a YouTube channel. We have, we have Twitter, all that stuff, everything.